What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Roski, the, long, the longest running episodic running program here on YouTube. We back. New, 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 new world order. We good now. Hey, the other station, the other, the other station, the other channel was going good. The Free Agent Lifestyle channel was stripping. All right, and I had to restart the stream, and uh, hopefully we're doing good here. But hey, new, 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 new world. We gonna keep it going, and we got a great show for you lined up today. Uh, we got a great show for you lined up today. Uh, today's show is going to be about Tyler Perry getting cooked. All right, getting cooked by the community, and I rarely do community streams. Right, I'm not the guy for that. There's a lot of other guys. That can do the community streams better than um better than I can. I typically don't target the community. So shout out to all of the people who do. And uh since I don't, people be mad as hell at me. They be like, You be talking about black folks. And I'm like, everybody talking about black folks. I mean, everybody talking about them. <laughs> right? So I'm like, what makes me different? Why? Cause I don't agree. Cause I be telling it like it is. Yeah, Pro Black's going to be mad at this stream. But look, we got to talk about it because it's hot in the news. We got Tyler Perry getting cooked by black women, man. I mean, they going in on him, but we're going to take a look. Was Tyler Perry right? He made some claims about black women making more than black men. We was like, hold up. I'm sitting there like, wait a minute, homo. Wait a minute. Who are you? I was like, Tyler, now you know. You know, he's a little bit out of touch. But we're gonna took it. We're gonna look at that because you might be surprised. There might be black women that do make more than black men. We're gonna talk about what what what's class system they come from, though. We're gonna talk about that. Anyway, we also got what do we got? Uh, are you too broke to be dating? Guy says you're too broke to be dating. We'll talk about that. And we have Doom and Gloom CGA, and we got Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got a funny Straggle and Sniggle Theater. So without further ado, we don't mess around in the evening show. We get right into it. I hope you're enjoying your day. Maybe watching me simultaneously. With football, shout out to Corey. He says, at my other job, coach, we in here. We back. New, 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 new world Thank order. you for the support. Did I get that one already? Uh, it's normally not a lot of support early on, you know. Not for the baby mama terrorist fund. All right, because a child is a terrible thing to waste. But we waste children all the time in this world. All right. We got to wake this world a better place. We got to get up, get up, get up. <laughs> all right, shout out to Tevin Campbell. Uh, I messed with, never mind. I had this junior college sister over and she wanted Tevin Campbell on the playlist. I was like, damn. <laughs> All right. So I had to clap them cheeks to Tevin Campbell, but it's okay. Hey, it is what it is. Got to do what we got to do out here. <laughs> I guess I got to do what I got to do and break her heart. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man. All right, what do we got? Das Tokus says, Jeezy is Russell Simmons 2.0. Uh-oh. What do he do now? What happened? Mm. <laughs> All right, Tevin. Tevin is rainbow. That's a shock. I mean, who was shocked by that news? There was like, he came out. I guess he got outed, and everybody was like, and then he came out. I was like, tell me something I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, ninjas was like, surprise. Really? Oh, wow. I mean, shout out to Tevin Campbell. All right, but uh, everybody in their mama knew. Like, from when he was a youngin. Quincy Jones knew. I'm not saying Quincy Jones did anything. I just said he knew. 
I mean, y'all be, listen, man, chill. Y'all be trying to jump to conclusions. Chill, chill, I didn't say he did anything to the chill, young fella. Chill, I'm just saying Quincy Jones knew. Everybody knew this shit. All right, shout out to T to the E to the V to the I to the N. Yeah, he said goodbye, goodbye. I've got to say goodbye yet. Hey, if you sing R&B, you might be on some Reading Rainbow shit. I'm just letting you know. If you sang, if you sing, you might be on some tippy toe. Shout out to the tippy toes out here. I mean, what ninja sings? In falsetto. In falsetto, ninja. <laughs> so I said Will Smith knew. I mean, we're not saying that he did anything. We're just saying that they knew. Talking about goodbye. Goodbye. All right. Who sings in falsetto and is straight? I mean, there's a few ninjas that do, but come on. <laughs> All right. Anyway, there's a few guys that, you know what I mean? But, you know. I mean, if you do it, it's probably a 60-40 split that the ninja be tippy-toeing. Anyway, falsetto, falsetto R&B singers are looking at me like, bruh. All right. Working on your falsetto, I see. Like you just walking around falsetto. <laughs> With your Maxwell and shit. Shout out to the dream. All right, I always tell you, man, I bumped into the dream at a, at a nail salon. In Orange County. Shout out to the dream. And I forgot, man. I love I have a song that I love by the dream, and I completely forgot because I saw him. And what was funny is when I went back to that salon, they thought I was the dream. They confused me. <laughs> All right. They was like, You're an RB single too, the lady said, sitting there. You singer R and a B. You singer in the R and the B. You a singer. I said, I'm not no singer. You singer in the R and the B. I don't sing no R&B. Mm. <laughs> right, anyway. All right. I bumped into the dream. He's a cool dude, man. The ladies were like, he's a singer and the R and the B. And I said, who? He was in there with his daughter. She, he a singer. Who, who's a singer? He. What does he sing? A R and a B. And I said, okay, I'm going to just ask the ninja. Who the hell are you? I looked at him. I was like, okay. Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> so I asked him. I'm like, obviously you sing R and a B. Who are there? I'm like, who are you? He said, uh, oh, I'm the dream. I was like, oh, I know you ninja. I was like, what's up? You know what I mean? I was like, what's up, man? Dapped him up. I was like, you the man. But there's a song. I wish I would have remembered that I, there's a song that I love by him. And I would have impressed them and they'd be like, I know your song, but I forgot. The song is called, I don't forgot what it's called already. <laughs> what is it called? Fruition. Fruition is the song by The Dream. Go buy his shit now. Go listen, go stream his song, Fruition. All right. So anyway, great song, by the way. Dream if you're watching, great song. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right, what are we doing here? Like the stream. If you want to contribute to today's show, dollar side, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Adams, Gross Greg Adams TV. PayPal, PayPal. Dot me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live channel on the Free Angel Lifestyle channel where you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. All right, shout out to you. Somebody said I was starstruck. 
Ninja, I grew up in SoCal. I grew up in SoCal. He is not the biggest star that I've ever met. <laughs> All right, by the way, I've seen Kobe Bryant in that same salon. I mean, like multiple times. So the dream was nice, but it wasn't like, wow, it's the dream. All right, that was like, <laughs> all right, uh, anyway, oh man, what are we doing here? Let's get back to the show. All right, I think there's some super chats. We're we just messing around. Hawk, I cry, says, uh, did you ever ban that weirdo on locals? I did. I had to ban him today. I guess you guys voted. I didn't see it, but I guess you guys voted on Saturday or Sunday, and I had to get, I had to give him a pause. I had to give him a pause at the time him out. All right. <laughs> what are we doing here? Uh, Shot X says black women don't listen to Tyler Perry and settle because all y'all do is make a man's life a living hell. Please don't settle and do bad all by yourself. We got to talk about the community. We got to talk about the community, man. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. They just don't believe me, dude. You didn't know what my backyard was. Y'all don't believe me, man, and I'm not the dude to name drop, but I grew up in Los Angeles, San Fernando Valley, Thousand Oaks, and Newport Beach. Seeing celebrities at this point in my life, I've, I haven't seen, there's not many celebrities that I've seen that I'm like, wow, I think there's only one, all right, because the person was a celebrity when I was a child. But I've probably seen hundreds of celebrities. This ain't no big thing. Ain't no big thing. All right, Ninja, I'm the celebrity. I, hey, when I meet celebrities, I'll be like, do you recognize me, Ninja? <laughs> I meet celebrities, I'm expecting them to at least be like, oh, yeah, what's up, CGA? All right, I don't, I don't, I don't freak out over celebrities. I didn't seen as, I didn't seen too damn many. I didn't met too many, kicked it with too damn many. All right, it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, anyway, it's crazy. Uh, I grew up with it's just too much. Anyway, there's not many I would be starstruck with. All right, I've I didn't seen way too many in every echelon sports, <laughs> rapping, singing, white celebrities, celebrities that my kids went to school with. I went to school with celebrities. Not a big deal. All right, and expect, like I said, I'm the damn celebrity. <laughs> I met I've, I've trained celebrities, trained Playboy playmates of the year, ninja. Shit. Come on, fam. Uh, been there, done that. All right, anyway. I'm the celebrity. I'm the celebrity. Mm. <laughs> yes, I met prawn stars too, man. I went to school with a prawn star. I went to school with a prawn star. Now, I didn't know she was a prawn star. All right, ninjas told me she was a prawn star. They was like, that girl over there does prawn. And I was like, really? It was really just a regular chick. Right. And it was at my junior college, literally the junior college. It was just some regular chick that was like, she in prawn. And she was sitting over there in the cafeteria by herself. I was like, I'll go ask her. <laughs> All right. I was like, I'll go ask her. Rolled up to her. I was like, hi, how you doing? Dude, she was completely welcoming. She was like, sit down. I was like, can I sit down right here? She was like, sure. It was like, um, she was like a curly head. She looked like a, um, $2 Felicity, not Felicity Huffman, $2 Felicity. Who, who played that girl Felicity? She looked like her, but $2 worth. Let me see here, Felicity. 
What's that girl's name? Her name is, uh, what was the TV show? TV show. Uh, her name is Carrie Russell. She looked like a $2 Carrie Russell. All right. So as I walks up to her, <laughs> hey, you, you sitting here by yourself? She was like, yeah. I sits down. I was like, you don't mind if I sit down here, do you? Now, all my ninjas in the back sniggling. They like, <laughs> they sniggling because they too scared to talk to the woman. Right? <laughs> so they just point her out all the time. There she is. She does prawn. I saw her get her cheeks clapped. And this is before you can pull it up on your phone. So somebody had a video cassette of this shit. Like somebody had to have a video cassette. So I'm like, all right. So as I goes down, I says, hi. Talking to her. You go to school here? Yeah, what you taking classes, talking. So's my guys over there, back there, sniggling. <laughs> you see them ninja sniggling that I keep looking over at? Soon as I look over, and she just kind of bashful, super duper shy. I was like, they tell me, and they like. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, I was like, they tell me you do adult films. She was like pulling her hair back. You know how white girls pull their hair back, you know what I mean? And then sit back and they bangs, everything fall in front of their face, and they constantly just pulling their hair back, you know what I mean? They constantly just fixing it. She doing that. She's like, I do. It's like, interesting. What's your name? She told me what her name was. I didn't remember it. <laughs> We'd be with names. Because then, you know, I would have to go to the store, go into the creepy adult store and go get the video. So it was difficult. But I was like, well, that's cool. You know, hey, listen, you've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. And if you uh, actually need some people to do some demo and practice, let me know. <laughs> All right, anyway. But, yeah, she was, uh, she admitted she did some prom. So, you know, she probably was an amateur or something like that. She wasn't famous. She probably was an amateur, did some scenes, made $5,000. That was all. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> what do we got here? Shout out to Jeff Lewis says, I was watching Blade with my freshman orientation, Juco. She didn't know who Wesley Snipes was. I'm getting old. Oh, isn't that great, Jeff? Isn't that great? You be schooling women. You know, there was a movie called Back to the Future. They'd be like, really? Let me watch it. It's about a time machine. Flux capacitor. Really? She's like, wow. My dad used to talk about that movie all the time. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I love it, man. That's the best. And ladies, I'm going to tell you, when we get to this story here, because a lot of people, they don't understand what men really want. And the community is in shambles because of women in the community. Listen, I, I implore you. I love the fact that y'all getting your own money. But this comes with consequences and repercussions because what you don't know about men is that men love to show women a good time. We love to sleep with them. And we also love to gift. This is in our nature. Like our, a lot of us just want to give you something other than some salami. We want to give you that too. We got a football player that has four women pregnant at the same time. Sometimes we want to feel like a nut and sometimes we don't. But we typically want to 
show you the world. Okay. We ain't old, we season. I feel, I feel you. We want to show you stuff. But for some reason, in the community especially, these people want to go do their own shit and then come back and give us the scraps. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. So that when I, by the time I meet you, you want to tell me everything you've done. So what is else, what else is there for me to do? You didn't been to all the good shit. Now, hey, you do what you want to do. But this is why older men like to deal with younger women because you're showing them things. And the woman's like, oh, wow. You know, she's acting interested at least. But now, I've flown myself to Paris. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. So shout out to you and that black ass Wesley Snipes. <laughs> right? Wasn't that in the movie? And that black ass Wesley Snipes. Shout out to Wesley Snipes. One of the most underrated actors out there. All right, Passage of 57, Murder at 1600, all right, Jungle Fever, Wesley Snipes, White Man Can't Jump, Wesley Snipes, that black-ass Wesley Snipes. All right, shout out to him. That was in the movie, I think. But look, we've done enough messing around. What are we talking about here? Doom and Gloom, CGA? Let's get it. All right, all right, Doom and Gloom CGA. What do we got up first here uh, for you people, man, uh, that know, don't know, you don't know. Was that a, don't be a menace? All right, shout out to you right there. All right, uh, let's see here. We got, let me see if I can share this on the screen. Oh, there it is right here, Doom and Gloom CGA. All right, it looks like a video shows a train filled with migrants headed towards the U.S. southern border from Mexico. Interesting, I don't know, it's Fox News, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. Uh, but um, here it is right here. Fox News, Fox Snooze, as I call them, they're all over it. All right, but immigration is real. I don't know if this is coming to America, but it's coming from Zacateus. Zaca I can't pronounce it. But anyway, uh, there you go right there. Here they come. Man, it's a whole gang of them. It's a train gang of them. Train gang. Oh, they got burros, el burro. All right, here we go. Look at them. They hanging on the train. Ninja, they coming for your yobs. Damn, these ninjas trying to die. Look at how they coming over here. They going to have a story and a half. You know, I came here hanging off a train. Pack. Pack like sardines. Ninjas. Ooh, there's women on there, too. Junior colors. Yo. They on here. Look. Train still going. Train. <laughs> Holy moly. Look at this, man. Yo, they coming across the border. Hello. I need some Latinas. I need some Honduras. I need some Guatemala, some El Salvador. Train. All right, bring them. Bring them, bring them. Ooh, they pulling up the caboose. All right, shout out to them, man. God dang, man. United States of America. Is about to come undone. All right, shout out to Louis Farrakhan, the divine chastisement of God. All right, wow. United States is changing, man. And every 100 years, we got mad immigrants coming in. Like it started off in uh, 1492 when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Then it started off in Jamestown 100 years later. More ninjas, 100 years later. More ninjas, 100 years later. Italians, 100 years later. Mexicans. 
mm. or South Americans and everybody else. Welcome to the welcome to America. Welcome to America. We take them all. And they're going to take our job. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> they're coming for your job. All right, man. Y'all ain't going to have no fallback, man. Get ready for the new American. Get ready for the new American. It's getting real out here. How about this real quick? New, 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 new world order. I don't know if this is uh, real either, but I'll share it to you. According to Bloomberg, banking giant city will transform customers' deposits into digital tokens that can be sent instantly around the world. There is no way. Now, what kind of news is this? Man, if I click on that and I get a virus, let me click on it real quick. I'm going to click on the article, see if it's real. All right, hold on. It's just a picture. It's just a picture. Well, I'll be, listen. And that's you. New, 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 new world order. All right, um, I'll, I'll wait to see the news on that one there. Uh, that could be interesting. Listen, I don't know much about it. Someone shared it for me. I shared it with you. Uh, it doesn't surprise me if this happens, but, uh, innocent. It's already too late. Mm. <laughs> it's already too new, 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 new world order. <laughs> Jesus. Man, we just trying to hold on. Man, we got immigration. We got the banks taking over. We got people going crazy and, and black folks still arguing. Hey, black folks, y'all got to get together, man. I'm telling you, man, arguing, arguing. You guys are, you realize we're in last place. We're literally in last place. Hey, man, let me stop for a second. Let's light the video. We got 1,000 people in here, small crowd for the evening show. There's a double header in the NFL. So I understand. I got it, I got it going on. Other than just trying to go live while I'm going live, they know. So do me a favor, man. Give me the 555 likes. Give me the 555 likes. But we're in trouble, and Ninjas is fighting over. <laughs> man, after, do, you, do y'all, listen, I'm not even going to get to it yet. Do you realize how messed up the black community is right now? Like, I don't know what y'all waiting for. Like, what are you waiting for? What are y'all doing? Y'all arguing over Tyler Perry? Some mess. Corey, shout out to you at your other job. We got Jean-Claude Van Damme. He says, love you, brother. Pause. He says, love your work. Go Fins. Shout out to you. Thank you for the co-sponsorship first time. I'm real. The, the real one's in here. Yes, indeed. And you can still watch the game and listen to me in the background. I mean, them announcers ain't telling you something you don't see. All right. Three-step three step drop back to pass. All right. You see more than the announcer. All right, Roethlisberger throws off to the left, all right, or drops down, play action pass. Here we go, check down, all right, throws it to the running back. Running back picks up three yards, all right, that'll bring up second and seven. I can see that, you jacket. I mean, I can see that. <laughs> then the Cullen commentator come in. Oh, and this was a fantastic play. If you look at the offensive tackle, nobody's looking at the offensive tackle, but thank you. Oh, boy. And he right there, he's holding down the edge right there, and he creates a seal. And then the tight end creates a seal with the offensive, with the defensive back. And then the running back skirts through, skirts through the seven hole, and he runs it right up the alley. Wow. Mm. (laughs) Wow, really? Is that what happened? It's what I thought happened. Thank you for telling me. (laughs) <laughs> Ninja, they ain't telling you nothing that you don't know. 
Anyway, let's get to the show <laughs> right here. Juan Primera says, hey, coach, tell KT King, hashtag tighten up. Him bitter and hurt. Shout out to the Chargers. He says, tighten up out here. Chargers taking that L. All right, shout out to the people doing their job. Here we go right there. I right, listen. They could hire me for that job. One third says, tradesmen's and agrarians are the cornerstone. Tradesmen and agrarians are the cornerstone. But listen, men don't want to do these jobs no more. We need people to do jobs. For real. Macaroni Tony, I'm not here to out anyone, but that Shumpert story you covered earlier is deeper than most think. He says, let's just say a Delta Fox could have a lot of female singers and models. Yeah, man. And um, it might be even both of them playing some. Listen, I'm not going to say what they I'm not going to say. It is what it is. All right. I'm not trying to out anyone either. Larry Leisure paying dues got rid of my rotation. Bought four packs of black teas and ghosted friends. Starting sober October early, your blue chip videos on the Notorious CGA channel really, really convinced me to go monk. Much love from NYC. Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to you, brother. All right, you got to start that reconstruction. Personal reconstruction, man, because nobody trying to help you. All right, ladies, you got to help these brothers. Got to help these brothers. These brothers need help. Women always be like, we need help. H-E-Y-P, help. All right, we got our brother here. I think this is Triggerverse, and we're going to get back to the show. Triggerverse says, coach, he says, coach will be right. The black income will be at zero, but Tyler Perry, y'all. Yeah, just <laughs> Tyler Perry. They said to take these no good, despicable, disgraceful. Oh, man, we terrible, man. Listen, as a people, and you know what's funny? I know people don't like when I talk about the community and I rarely do it just so you know, like I rarely do a stream on it because I know how sensitive you guys are. It's sensitive when you in last place. Trust me, I've been there. <laughs> so you super hypersensitive, but then I will hear the same Negroes on the same on somebody else's show talking the same shit. I'm like, but the fact is they care and I don't right. They care. They care about the community. I don't. It's dead. It's dead. And it ain't coming back. I'm just letting you know. If you wait for it, I'm trying to help you out. They're going to gentrify your neighborhood. Do I have to tell you this? <laughs> I'm just. They're like gentrifying your neighborhood. The immigrants are coming in. Like, you don't see this coming. This is going to be a disaster. I'm watching it. They just want to tell me about the Tuskegee experiment. I'm like. Like they literally doing that in Houston right now. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. They're coming in every downtown, cleaning it up. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. What do you want me to do? Help you clean it up? Maybe I need a do-rag or something. Maybe I need popcorn on my ceiling and the yellow light in the background. But uh, they're going to price you ninjas out, push you out. It's not your neighborhood to begin with. They let you borrow it and lower the property value. They gave you an opportunity to buy the shit up for like houses for a dollar. You didn't. Now they're coming back to claim it. Yeah, white flight is over now. They're coming back and they, they coming back smiling and sniggling. They're sending in the hipsters first so they can see if they get beat up. They were like, all right, what we're going to do is 
We'll send the hipsters in. Hipsters don't give a damn. Hipsters go right. <laughs> hipsters walk right into your Chick-fil-A. And y'all sitting there, they ain't scared of nothing. Like, damn. Because they know you ain't going to do nothing. They know y'all ninjas ain't going to, you ain't going to jail for life. So they walk right, right up, all up in the middle of your 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> they just walk right in. Hiya, guys. Big old skinny, skinny ass white woman that looked like she got she got on corduroys and a and a crazy ass sweater with lines like this, 80 different colors. Plain hair. She walked right in, right with her boyfriend. Hi there, fellas. You sit over. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. All right, so then the conservatives and all the families looking at them. Did they kill the hipsters? No still alive down there all right you know because listen what they'll do is they'll buy their kids house down there the families in the suburbs and all up in the hills they'll be like all right our kids want to live in seattle all right let's buy them a condo they buy them down there and the hipsters will feel good all right they'll go shake it down with your mayor they'll have a summer of love they'll sit down there all up in your town and then all of a sudden they'll be like they're burning everything up all right, we liked it at first. We, we, we wanted a few protests, but they're burning everything. All right, we'll buy it. Yeah. <laughs> they was talking about defund the police, but now later on, they're like, these people rioting, they tore up the Amazon Go store. <laughs> now they got to push you out. Portland, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> right, so you got to move in. They're going to move in. And you're like, bro, you don't see how this is happening. They're going to price your ass out. West Hollywood, don't matter. Same story, different day. Atlanta's next. Yes, Atlanta's next. They're going to get you. So the history survive. And then in 20 years, they'll bring everybody on back. Everybody on back. Get that chopping chaz. Now, anybody that dis are you are are you disputing me right now? Don't be mad at me because listen, I could pull up every city is about doing this right now. But anyway, now all they got to do is raise your insurance. All they got to do is raise your rent two hundred dollars. They're raising our rents. They're putting eviction notices up. Are you putting shit together? No. How are we supposed to live a livable wage? They're like, you can move down here a little bit right across the train tracks. There's a place right over there. All right, but right here, we're putting up a new basketball arena. <laughs> we need a new basketball arena. So if you just can't afford it, I understand. And then they rezone that shit to commercial and they sell a strip mall. You come back 10 years later, they didn't knock down your nasty ass apartment building. Raise your HOA. They just price you out. I mean, this is pretty simple, but I know. I got to catch people up on it, man. Listen. There's only so much you can do. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. All right, let's put the banner up on this one. It's a cruel, cruel world, but listen, I told you I didn't give y'all the game. You can do whatever you want with the information. All right, that's not doom and gloom. That's straggle and sniggle theater. Speaking of straggles, listen to this guy. This is a legend. Vlad TV reported this. Vlad, I hope you ain't lying. There's a player named Xavier Howard. 
allegedly has four women pregnant at the same time. Wow. Let's talk about it. Apparently they have receipts and I'm, there was too much ignorant talk to, for me to even understand what's going on here. All right. I was trying to read through text messages and I could not figure out what the hell was going on. But apparently, allegedly, this the guy right here. I'm All right. Oh. Damn. Damn. And she looked like a gordita, boy, I tell you. You got him a gordita. All right. Was the previous one a gordita look like a black woman? I can't tell. All right. Let's read this story here, man. I mean, okay, we go right here. A news surfaced alleging that an NFL player, his name is Xavier Williams or Xavier Howard. He has four women pregnant simultaneously. The news arrived via a claim from a woman named Taya or Ty, who uh, was the player's, wait, with who the player was previously involved. The woman claims she is having one of Howard's children and that he is harassing her. Because of that, Taya took to Instagram to call him out. The woman says Howard allegedly has a fetish for impregnating women <laughs> oh the humanity <laughs> oh. he has a fetish for impregnating women and now i have his other baby's mothers reaching out to me god damn diving more into the details ty said i got pregnant after being with x a few times he told me he wanted to have a baby with me and regardless of what i said i still took a plan b it clearly failed because it, I was around, it says I, because I was around ovulation. She having, he having babies with some ignorant women too. Along with that, Ty provided screenshots of their messages to each other. Take a full look at the claim above. And if you want to see, um, there's a lot of just despicable language in here. Uh, I can't tell who's saying what. I think, I can't tell. Can't wait to nut in that. Oh, oh my goodness. I don't know. You was really tripping. I'm not going to read him any of these text messages, man. All right. This, I can't tell who's who. All right. I can tell if, if a car, he's the, he's pushing the baby on. Now he's saying get a termination. And now she's screenshotting Instagram, big booty, fat booty, Instagram models um, about pregnancies. Listen, I don't know if this story is true, but if it is true, this is why one of the reasons why the community is, is, in the position that it is. Who has a fetish for having people? Just... Oh, man. Protect your seed, gentlemen. I don't even know who the player is. Sad. All right, so let's go to the next drag on Sniggle. Apparently, this woman knows a little too much. She has this to say. And press a one in the chat if you qualify for what she's saying here. Let's go ahead. Oh, you're wondering if he likes you? Does he have a candle in his room? Because if he has a candle in his room, he's busting down at least five days a week. Five days a week. You only see him once a week? It's not looking good, bruv. Oh, you're wondering <laughs> if he likes you? Does he have a candle in his room? Because if he has a candle in his room, he's busting down at least five days a week. Five days a week. You only see him once a week? It's not looking good, bruv. All right, so uh, is she telling the truth? Listen, in my case, she is telling the truth. I'm going to tell you right now. I got candles in my room, and they do know my candles. I'm going to tell you that right now. They be like, ooh, I love your candles. So, ladies, man, hey, ladies be trying to tell y'all. 
and put y'all up on game. That's some serious game she give it to the ladies because Ninja, I'll be having mad candles in my room and going out playing Maxwell in the background. All right, playing Maxwell in the background. All right, um, apparently this woman right here, let's go ahead and see. I might have to switch the screen on this one, switch sharing, because my sharing's not work on the audio on this side. All right, uh, candles be smelling good. Candles, I do have a thing for candles. All right, let me show you this right there. And yes, bust downs be happening. Apparently, Straggle and Sniggle Theater, apparently, I don't know if this is a skit or if this woman's drunk. Apparently, she showed up on the scene and pulled up and said that a woman's husband got her pregnant. All right, she is a Latina. And uh, let's just go ahead and uh, shape this up real quick. Uh, the woman on the screen that you see is the woman claiming to be pregnant by another another woman's husband. And the mistress shows up and she's showing out. Let's go ahead and roll the film. What you doing? Take a picture. Good picture. I'm having a baby. You're having a okay? baby? Mm-hmm. You've been messing with this lady? Yeah. Yeah, she is. Are you serious? Don't not be stupid because you fucking... How would I know? Uh, why would I know? He knows. He say you know. No, why would I know? He say you know. This is my husband. He's here every single night. Yeah, for 13 years. And you be acting stupid. That's why he You've been messing with me. him for how many years? No. no how many right. years? No years. You know, you know, you know, so what the hell going on? Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think he did it. I think he did it. Now... There, the the woman's trying to say, nah, my husband didn't do that. He mine. You may have had him once, but I got him all the time. But I think he did it. Yeah, that brother stopped. What do you think? <laughs> I think he did it. I think he hit that. And she 52 years old, but hey, like, listen, Latinas can get pregnant at 90. So if you put it on them, you're going to put it on them. She getting the pregnant. She's going to have a baby on you. You, 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 you deserve stop, stop. You deserve You deserve this woman to you. She's the best thing you can have. Oh my goodness. She didn't turn crazy. Psycho old Latina. Oh my goodness. This is a nightmare. And look what happens to Gorditas, man. Lord have mercy. They really do hit the wall. Um, And he got a crazy one too. <laughs> Hey, man, who Tia is this? Somebody come get your Tia. <laughs> somebody get your Tia, your um, abuela. This woman is somebody's abuela talking about she pregnant. Mm. Ma'am, ma'am, I know you not pregnant. Ooh, good. Yeah. She trying to act jealous. <laughs> she got the nerve. Hey, ma'am, you too old to be acting jealous like this. I'm not jealous. You acting as stupid, though. All right, come on, stamp it, ma'am. Ninjas, man. I, t- something tells me he did this shit. He the pappy. I'm pappy. He looked guilty as hell. Let's rewind it. All right, let's rewind it. I think he did it. Wait, here we go. What you doing? Take a picture. Good picture. Take a picture. You're going to be on child support. <laughs> You're going to be looking at this ninja. Oh, he got, he got, got. Niggas always got to show they <laughs> He got, got. Here we go. I'm having a baby. <laughs> Look at this ninja. God damn. Yeah, that brother's starving. Um, I think he did it. Cause he look, who lets a woman get all up in here? You know what I mean? All up in the armpit. He hit this. 
He hit this and he had it slow Tuesday style. She said, I make it you guacamole. <laughs> right? And she probably took cooked up the tacos, the street taco style. All right, like they be doing in front of Anaheim Stadium. She probably warmed this ninja up and he put that he put it in there and he skied it in her guts. She was like, I cannot get the pregnant. And I'm the, I don't get jealous. You're having a okay. baby? Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. been messing with this lady? Yeah. Yeah, she yep. is. Are you <laughs> She oh man, look at this. Oh my goodness, ninjas. Oh the humanity. We literally are the bottom of the barrel. We we the bottom of the barrel. And this is no, this is no joke. Ninja, you know, there are some, there are some, my Latino brothers, y'all be doing some crazy shit too, but at least y'all know how to trick properly. Latinos don't care about tricking. All right. They be going out there tricking. El bro. All right. But um, ninjas don't be trying to trick. And so they'll be like, I get my punani for free. And this is the free chick right here. <laughs> right. This is the free chick. All right, I was clapping this chick cheek, a fine ass Latina. She was thick too. This the Latina. Garbage disposal ass. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Not me, man. Speak for yourself. All right, stop. I'm not. Listen, I'm too old to play games with you, young ninjas. All right, I'm too old to play games. But uh, let's get to the next one. I think he did it. I think you're guilty, sir. He certainly is guilty. She 50 plus. She is 50 plus. She already got kids that got kids and families. All right, uh, let's get to this one right here. What is this? Straggle Sniggle Theater here. Let me load it up. Oh, how about this gold digging chick? All right, she too looking like, she looking like a midget to be gold digging. All right, but uh, let's see what she got to say here. I got to refresh the screen. She looking too average to be out here talking. This girl spoke out about what cars guys need to have to get a date with her. I'm sorry, but if a guy picks me up in certain cars for a date, I'm just not going. Like, I'm just not going. Like, I'm sorry, but you can't tell me if someone pulls up in this. Hold on. Put it on the screen. Hold on. This Prius. You're uh uh-uh. No, I'd rather not go on a date. I'm sorry. I already know the type of person you are. Like, I can tell by the car you drive what kind of person you're going to be. Wait, I'll show you another. And this is for the boys, too. If y'all drive these cars... You need to reevaluate yourself because, anyways, let me show you another car. The only person that should drive this is my 90-year-old grandpa. That's the only person. Okay, hold on. One more. I've got one more. Be for real. Also, this picture makes me laugh. But, like, why did you get that? After public condemnation, she removed the video. But is she the only one with such criteria? This girl spoke. Oh, man, this is sad, man. This is sad, man. Listen, I don't got much to say about her because I can fold her up easily. The 911 clearly is going to impress her. I can take the BMW out and impress the shit out of this woman. All right. Um, sad, sad reality we live in. Uh, America is, Amer- you know, we talk about the community is done. America is not that far behind. I mean, but the Generation Z, they're not that far behind. It's going to be that much difficult to even get out of the blocks. That's why they said 45% of women will be single and childless. All right, this is why. All right, now, it's not going to be your regular issued woman, but she will be single as well. But this is what you got. She's she's 2021 entitled, and a lot of women thought like this. Some of them grew out of it. Some of them didn't. They're still talking like this at 41, and you're just like, damn. 
And we'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, this is what young men have to put up with. And so, you know, you know, this, back in my day, this was an escalade. So if you had to escalate with the spree wells, you was going to get the punani, right? Then uh, we didn't have Instagram chicks uh, to actually expose this. So it is what it is, man. Good luck out there, man. It's a cruel, cruel world. Cruel, cruel, cruel summer. All right, do I have any more straggles to show you? I do. I got another straggle to show you. Apparently, uh, ninjas is getting robbed. Wait till you see what you're getting robbed by. Please. Uh, let's go ahead and here. Check it out. Arrested this woman, Danielle Ians. This is her in July. Get inside the elevator with a victim who has no clue what's about to happen. Police say after meeting, they went back to the victim's home on North Bayshore Drive. They continue to drink inside the apartment, and then suddenly, according to an arrest form, the victim out of nowhere fell asleep. When the victim got up, she was gone, and so was oh. 47. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, the humanity. So, yeah. So this is what the woman actually looks like. Without the wig and the push-up bra and the bikini. This is what she actually looks like without the wig. Wow. Wow. Oh, the humanity. That's what you got robbed by. Straight jacket. You really got robbed if you paid for that. I mean, you really got robbed if you tricked off on that. Damn, man. Damn. Straight jacket. This is crazy. Imagine getting robbed by this. Imagine yank, yeeting, like... Yaga, imagine Yaga and her wig off in the middle of clapping her cheeks. And you go pull back, Yaga. And that's what you see underneath. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. Oh, man, we all bad out here. $10,000 worth of Rolex watches. Police say the same woman did this Look. to another man in May of 2022. Detectives believe there are she more out. than just two victims. Yeah, that's this is her this, She's a pro at this. This is what she does. And we know the two cases almost a year apart. So between there, there has to be many more cases where she did exactly the same thing. Police arrested this woman, Danielle Ians. This is her. In so that's what she looks like with her wig on. Wow. Damn, that's night and day. I mean, she has makeup on and that's with her wig on. Her skin looks good. Titty's not too saggy. Right? And little sag is okay. Little sag is all right. Man, that's night and day. Yo, I bet you when she get that wig, y'all got off. Oh, man, boy, that's terrible. All right, man. Unbelievable, but she's a straggle. All right, let's go to the next one. I, I think I got another one. Oh, we got these guys right here. I might get a copyright notice for this one. But uh, remember the guys earlier today? We had the four guys with the one Kaylee. With the one Kaylee. And they was out there grinning and showing their teeth. They was like... All right, and uh, we talked about this with Jeezy. For some reason, and I know Ninja's like, not me. When they, get around, when they get around women of other races instead of black women, they soften up. Women soften, I mean, black men soften up around women of other races. And this is just true. That's why I always have this theory of men showing their teeth, right? That's where the showing your teeth came from, right? Because if you look at a picture of a black man next to a black woman, they oftentimes like this. And I pulled up examples. They always mean mugging and trying to act tough. And even Russell Wilson does, does it. And I showed you, we, we, we just at random picture after picture, 80 to 90% of the pictures, the black man was like, <laughs> they get around white women and they be grinning, teeth showing all front row, back row. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. Right. And we did this live. So we did it live at random. And it was like, a, it was almost automatic. Even LeBron James, even LeBron James with his woman, 
You most of his pictures with his woman was like, so ninjas for some reason they get around women of other races and they want to be in love. Now watch this. These these guys right here are gonna prove my point. Now this is a football team. I think it is Texas Tech. All right, go Raiders. All right, I did the Texas Tech, y'all. There you go, right there. Texas Tech. Shout out to Lubbock, Texas. For some reason, they're singing a song. Let me see what song they're singing here. Now, why are they singing? Why are they singing, y'all? Why are they doing this? As you can see, there's a fat white woman sitting right there turning red. All right. There's a pog alert. And she's got blonde front streaks in her hair. She's extra porcelain, almost translucent. And you know she got the I like black men look about her. So here these ninjas are singing. Now, I want you to find me another video where you got 50 ninjas singing around one black woman. Find one. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait right now. I wait. They serenading the pog. Pog serenading. Serenading the pog. Ninja, hey, listen, I'm just letting y'all know. Ninjas lighten up like this. Because these ninjas hardcore when the sisters come around. <laughs> but they serenading the pog. I'm letting you know. Because this the only woman around. Why are they? Why, why they like, if this song was around and some sisters was around, these ninjas would not sing like this. Let's go ahead and play it again. I had to, I had to pause it. I had to pause it, but you know what they want to do, and she done had it done. Trying. She leaking right now. She boiling just. She want that. She want it. Trying. This a fantasy. She living a fantasy right now. And she probably a single mammy too. But 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 let me go back. We'll go back and review it just so you can see, man. <laughs> just so you can see. Here we go. All right, look at pork chop right here. Here we go. Look, serenade. Look, look at these ninjas. Look at these Nick man brothers, man. What are we? They act like they ain't seen no fat foot white girl. They serenading that woman singing Lloyd. Ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh my goodness, these ninjas, man. Yeah, if you sing to a black woman, she's going to say you corny. But of course, they're like, oh, white woman. She's smiling and she's so nice. And her hair smells, her hair smells like fruits and berries. Look at these ninjas serenading. And you just my type and you feel so right. I just want to chill. So let's dip up out of here. Dip up out of here. They serenading her. They're serenading the park. Hold up for a second. That's Lloyd called. Uh, uh, ha, 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 ha. He bird chested into singing and serenading. Everything's so right. Look at this ninja right here. He's Sarah. Boy, you get a fat white woman around. Hey, man, I'm done with this argument. 
I'm done with this argument. This argument is over. Black men and fat white women go together like a moth to a flame, like fly on shit, like syrup on pancakes. There ain't no way in hell. Is this Temple? I, I gave Texas Tech the wrong. It's Temple University, so it's Philadelphia Ninjas. Oh, I know this is true. I know this is true. So Philadelphia Ninjas don't normally see no white woman, so they done lost their whole cotton-picking mind. Shout out to Temple. Sorry, Texas Tech. I put that on, y'all. You know Philadelphia Ninjas don't see white girls that often with long hair. Blondes at that. These ninjas done soften up like a grape. All right, hold up for a second. Let's get these ninjas again. Yo, black men love. I don't want to hear, not me, coach. I got skinny flatbacks. No, they don't. These ninjas is dancing, and this ninja singing right in her ear, fam. Philly ninjas starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Philly ninjas the type of ninjas. Let me tell you about Philadelphia ninjas. Let me tell you about Philadelphia ninjas. Because ninjas, Philadelphia guys, I'm pro-black. I love my sisters. The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Oh, brother polite ninjas. But then as soon as you get somewhere else where there's some white girls out in Camden, New Jersey, you be like, no, I never had me a white woman. It's like, I thought you liked sisters. Well, they just don't like me. I mean, I would like to have me a pink toe. They really want a pink toe. They really want some pink toes. But then what will happen is Dr. Umar get caught up. He a classic Philadelphia ninja. You know, I need me a sister. As soon as he see him a half pink toe, he out there shuffling. He was out there. I was getting some candles, some crystals, and some incense. They love him. And so when they find a ninja that be out here on the West Coast, Messing with pogs and translucent pale porcelain princesses. They're like, I can't understand how you be with them white women. Because they really want them. They be like, I really want me a white woman. (laughs) 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 Them Camden, New Jersey. They like, oh boy. (laughs) Them Philadelphia. They get around one white woman. They serenading her. They're like, oh boy. They be looking like Bill Cosby. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. Yo, man. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Look at these Philadelphia ninjas. Look at them. Hold up. Look. Oh, this is embarrassing, man. This is over humanity. This is embarrassing. Man, these these men's mother and fathers, you know, these ninjas' last name, all Shabazz, Muhammad, all right, Akbar, you know, they all got Shabazz, Shabazz, Supreme, Muhammad, Akbar. All these ninjas. Daddies is a Muslim. A Muslim at that, not even a Muslim. They Muslim, all right? They so black, they black Muslim. Not only that, they was, they was out there fronting they football team on bean pies these ninjas <laughs> come on <laughs> alright stop wow man hey listen I don't want to hear I don't want to hear it no more I don't want to hear it Hakeem Shabazz Muhammad alright come on man out there playing football cutting and then they out there serenading the pog alright hey man I don't want to hear it I got the evidence now I mean coach speak for yourself All right, we got another sniggle here. This show is already off the rails. Pro Blacks are going to be irate at me. All right, yeah, they're going to be mad. All right, because I got it. Uh, But this guy right here, 
He says that he's been married five times. <laughs> All right. He's been married five times. Here we go right here. Let's get to it. Ask me that. I've been married five times, man. The first time I got married, I was really young and she cheated on me and broke my heart. The next four times I got married was strictly for financial reasons. See, I'm an in-ground swimming pool builder, so I'm constantly in contact with women that have a lot of money or women that are freshly out of divorces and untook half their old man's shit and they're ready to spend it. Bro, if I knew that, I would finesse my way into getting them to date me with the goal of them marrying me. See, I say if you're talented at something, you should always get paid for it. And my my town is getting wealthy women to marry me <laughs> without a prenup. This job ain't for everybody, man. A couple of my wives look like ass, man. Like I was repulsed to touch them or sleep with them or kiss them. But all I had to do was hang out for a couple years, get a divorce, and then get a nice little settlement at the end. Now, my last ex-wife, I hit the jackpot. She was hot and she was a trust fund baby. She literally financed my entire swimming pool company that I still have to this day. And I got her pregnant twice. So once we got a divorce, I got joint custody. And now I get a really fat child support check every month from her. Fellas, if you're good looking or you got game or both, don't waste that shit on love. You're just going to end up lonely and broke. <laughs> okay. Hey, man, listen, look, that's not the way I would do it, but city boy with it. City boy with it. All right. They do that in a small town, too. He must live in Florida or Georgia. This is some Florida shit right here. What's it? What's it? What's it? What state is this? This is Florida. He looked like he from Florida or Georgia. All right, because there ain't no way. All right, this got to be Florida because this is some country club-ish. All right, anyway, I don't know, man. That That's not the way I would do it. There's a lot of headache there, as you can see. A lot of ninjas thinking they're going to marry a rich woman. and But he even said most of them were repulsed. He was repulsed by them, but he actually wrote it out for his own benefit. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, but, uh, you know, some people, some people, some people find value in this. Shout out to the 10th man. He said, oh, wait, hold on for a second. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. That was Stragglers Nickel Theater. All right, I had to run that outro. Let's get to these super chats. We're almost headed down. We're going to talk about the dog mom epidemic, and I have to pull up receipts. Been talking about this since 2018. Invest in some Purina. All right, uh, the tenth man says Miss Piggy about to split roast 50 11 times over. She about to go banana splits. Trying. All right, she about to go banana splits on them ninjas. All right, yes. Half space will travel. Says sorry, coach. I gotta show my teeth for Kaylee. Indeed. All right. Shout out to you. We got DGC Moore says give BWs. To illegal alien men from Guatemala. Well, if they like if they like brothers, Guatemala and Honduras got black men there. They do. And there were black men there. <laughs> we got super chats. It says here. Mm-hmm. Derek Choice says, have a baby by me, baby. Be a millionaire. Mm, have a baby. Um, you know, I see what's happening there in the moment. You get caught up in the heat of the moment. Right. You feel yourself about to explode and you're like, I'm going to put these babies in you. That's about as far as I'll go. You know, you got to have the, the thing, but I would never discuss putting babies in them. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, Jeremy says you the truth, man. That's just the truth. Much respect. Brother. See God Allah. Give Houston the buzzer. We're gone. Mm. Houston, you're on the clock. I hope you enjoyed it. You had time.
You had time, but Houston, down for the count. All right, y'all had a chance. Y'all had a chance, but they're going to sweep y'all up out of there in a minute. <laughs> Porsche specialist, that football pog is probably a single mom with a biracial son named Jaden. Facts. Facts. And everybody can see that. She definitely, let me go back. She definitely got a son named Jaden. I mean, she definitely got a son named Jaden. Jaden Jordan. <laughs> All right, here she is right here. Let me pull it back up. Yep. She married a white guy first. Then she divorced him. Then she got pregnant by a black guy off Tinder. I'm um, just letting you know. Yeah, that brother's starving. He beat the brakes up off of that. And yes, she delivered a son named Jaden. All right, for sure. <laughs> Yo, we ain't shit around here, man. Listen. All right, man, what are we doing here? No government name, BA says, as more proof that YouTube content creators keep biting off CGA. Not only are these ninjas covering the same topics after CGA discusses them now, all of a sudden, they're discussing starting sports channels. But the problem is no one really cares about their opinion on sports. Interesting. Shout out to you with the co-sponsorship, man. Hey, listen, man. Listen. I like... I like that. You know what I mean? I get it, man. I get it. You know, but, you know, say my name, Ninja. Say my name. Say my name. They see me out here hustling because not many people have that many channels that's delivering that many content, right? So from a strategic point, they see what's happening. But, you know, they can't keep up with me. I appreciate the competition. But all of us have, we're not as one-dimensional. So people like to talk about sports and other things like that. I talk about a lot of different things, so I put them on different channels. Um, you know, but you know, it is what it is. It is. They be they they be they be try, I know I know I listen. Strike jacket. I'll be watching. <laughs> I'll be watching. I'm like, mm. But uh it is what it is. And I'm not saying people are stealing off of me. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. All right, shout out to Macaroni Tony. I enjoy when you live stream during sports events, man. He says, I put them on mute and simulcast your stream listening to you while I watch my fantasy team struggle. Yes, that's sad too, yes. That's sad. But I'm going to keep them going. What I know is, what I know is, oh, some some other people have been talking about sports too. Uh, But uh, it is what it is. What I know is it's hard to keep up with my, it's hard to keep up with me, so y'all going to have to. If you guys don't know, just so you know here, I'm going to pull this up. Uh, CGA Network is in full effect. All right. <laughs> Although much of it is free work <laughs> so far. All right, but uh, CGA Network is real. I'm going to show you this real quick if you, can, if you don't know because a lot of people don't know. All you talk about is women. All right, watch this. You got the Coach Greg Adams channel, the flagship. This, this channel's been stuck at 200,000 since forever, all right? I mean, I was out of the gate at that number. So if you see people with more numbers than me, I started like this and got demonetized. Okay, so anyway, enough about that. You got the Notorious CGA. You got the Notorious CGA. Some of y'all are over there, all right? Oh, sorry about that. We're going to turn that off. You got the Free Agent Lifestyle, all right? All of these used to be monetized all at once. You got CGA Got Game. All right, we play in all kind of sports games. It's just for fun. CGA got game. What else we got over here? We got Ask Coach Greg Adams channel. All right, the Ask Coach Greg Adams channel. I'm bringing those videos back. What else we got? 
We got CGA reacts. These are all just the these are just the the um the playbacks. You know what I mean? That's you just I have to put the edit somewhere. What else we got over here? Come on, open up. There's more channels. All right, they don't want to show up. All right. We got CGA quick hits. All right, that's just replays. Just replays. All right, a lot of these videos are going to disappear. CGA Sports. CGA Sports. All right, yes. Shout out to these brothers. Haters is mad. Oh, we got CGA. We got point of view Porsche. Where the hell they going? Or they going? Look, we driving. We going down to Vegas. Point of view driving. Yeah, they mad. Yeah, they mad. All right, point of view. Let's take a ride. We're going to take a ride and see what's up. See how it feels from the point of view. All right, we got point of view driving. All right, Nitch is doing it all, man. You can't. Oh, Nova. Look at Nova got a channel. Look at Nova ain't messing around. Look at Nova. (laughs) Grifter. Grifter. Look at Nova got a channel. Get her, Nova. Get him. Get that egg. All right, shout out to y'all. Oh, man. Ninja be out here just grifting. All right, but anyway, man, keep up. Keep up if y'all want to keep up, but y'all can't keep up. But I love y'all, man. I love all my I love all my compadres, but at least be like, I want to be like CGA. Ninja's be like, CGA's doing this. I better do it. <laughs> all right, anyway, shout out to y'all, man. Listen, we just giving you a hard time. We just giving you a hard time. And I ain't got no yob either. I ain't got no yob. Anyway. Shout out to y'all brothers, man. Let me check PayPal just to see if anybody's over there. There's, a, there's other channels I want to start. I'm like, There's so many channels I want to start. I'll be having an idea. I'll be like, I need to start a channel. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I just like have a lot of ideas. I just have a creative mindset. And the thing about this is a lot of people are scared to do that. They're like, no, don't do that. Or why you got them on all those channels? I just like, I just like creating content. And sometimes, sometimes nobody even watches. I did show them the gaming page. All right, CGA got game. Um, And I do voiceovers over there. But sometimes, you know, people don't really watch the videos over there. I don't, I don't get mad. I don't get mad. It is what it is. I just be like, I just like the content. All right, anyway. What do we got here? He says, do you have the time? I don't. I make the time. I make time. And one time I'm going to make some money from this, but I ain't got no job. So if you can't stop, guys, if you can't start one channel, I'll be feeling bad for y'all. Cause I'll be like, there's guys out here like coach, man, what do I do? How do I start a channel? I'm like, Ninja create a Gmail account. <laughs> create a Gmail account. Click on the buttons, start YouTube, start recording, <laughs> start posting, and like it. <laughs> like, like what? I'm going to create a YouTube course. Chapter one, create Gmail account. All right. See video two. Video two, start YouTube. Video three. Court content. Video four, post. <laughs> Video five, like it. Video six, repeat. <laughs> this is just like. 
Like, they're just like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Man, look, at this point, I just press record. I'll be like, all right, what's this video about? Nova. All right, what are we going to do? Let's see if Nova drops this egg. <laughs> right here. All right, there's just so much, man. There's so much to talk about, man. Look, I can give y'all YouTube game until the Calcs come home. But um, you better start now, guys. The window's closing. And, and if you want to keep up with me, the, the window's closing fast. Oh, and if you thought you passed me up in subscribers, you didn't. <laughs> they just be like, I passed CGA. Uh, no, you didn't. All right, because this channel, that channel, that channel, I got like 500,000 subscribers between 15 channels. <laughs> Some of y'all the same subscribers, but it don't matter. <laughs> this is what it is. Then just be like, but I ain't make no money. Well, you don't like to do it then. All right, what do we got here? Manuel says, nothing. No, he says, coach, uh, how do we break the black man, white woman issue? It is disgusting. We cannot. We cannot. And there's a reason why. And maybe we'll discuss it later. We'll discuss it later because I don't see it as a bad issue. But there's something bad about it that people don't realize. Like it's you're putting you're putting a, in a leftover position. So let's talk about the dog mom thing here. I've been talking about the dog mom thing for quite a long bit. Um, I actually done streams where I talked about this is misplaced maternal instinct. Misplaced maternal instinct. So instead of women having children, they'll be like, well, I have a dog. I'm a dog mom. And this just is misplaced maternal instinct, right? It is a way to actually try to cope with the fact that you cannot raise children. But having a dog is like a child. It is. It is. All right. So um, let's talk about this woman right here. She's going to talk about companies are choosing pets over kids. I warned you about this way long time ago. Like January, I heard some rumors that Home Goods was getting rid of their entire kids department and replacing it with a pet department. That's like huge. I went into my local Home Goods and I asked someone if that was true. They confirmed it. They said that basically the kids department was like a money pit. And then sure enough, like a few months later, I went back and the kids department is completely gone. Like the whole center of the store is literally just pet products. So HelloFresh just announced that they're launching a premium pet food brand called the Pets Table. So it's a subscription-based service that offers human-grade fresh food and air-dried food specifically made for your dog's needs. Pinterest put out their prediction list and one of those predictions was people are going to be throwing their pets like full-on birthday parties like invitations food a pool party they're going all out for their pets with all these companies moving into like the pet industry i'm thinking people really are starting to choose pets over kids so now dude these guys are five years too late i've i've been on this five years ago all right and that's because i've been around a lot of white women they be on their pets man they be on their pets and a lot of black women have now joined in with the dog thing and the cats and all that stuff it used to be cats but now it's dog all right um but um but uh i've been actually doing that i'm actually trying to check my my catalog here to see if i have the videos to show that i've been talking about because a lot of people give credit to other people on that one uh but um yeah i mean i can show you right here i can have uh our our pet moms the new single mothers right tell me let me see if i can pull it up all right, and this was when I was, uh, this is the video from 2019 or 2020. Our pet moms, the new single mothers. Uh, this was when I was in Newport. Our pet, let me see here, pet moms. Let's see if I can pull it up right here. 
Um, let's see here. Come on, man. Get, get, get to it. Get to it. Get to it. Right here. Our pet mom's the new single mother. All right. So there it is. Definitely been on this. And uh, this has been a topic. And this is, dude, th- these people are too late. And the reason why I told you, I told you a long time ago, you need to start investing in Chewy and shit like this. Because now these, these uh, if you have a pet, you better start making pet videos. It's going to be the new thing, bro. These pet channels taking off. That's why I got a Nova channel. All right. These, and I don't, it's not even demonetized. I know my private investigator going nuts. I'm, I'm demonetized. Almost all my channels are damn near all of them. All right. So, um, but, um, this is where we're going. And this woman actually is now discovering it. Wow. Is this wow? Wow. Wow. Guys, this too is send it. We're having this guys. There's essentially going to be at some point custody battles for dogs. There's going to be custody battles for dogs. All right. So um, that's where we're going. Reality sinking in. And it is what it is. Let me show you this video. And there's two videos that somebody sent to me of this woman. And uh, here's the woman right here. Uh, I'm going to play the video without volume. And uh, what you see is this woman cuddling with her dog. Now, listen, I love Nova, but you will not catch me doing some shit like this. I, I won't even let Nova on my couch. Because it's brown leather, she would actually be brothers. Let me read the caption because I don't know what in the hell. Wait a minute. Oh, the humanity. Bruh. Bruh. I need to know what's going on here. It says right here Do you ever think that your dog won't be there one day? This breaks my heart. I wish we would, uh, I wish he would never leave. She's. Uh. Man, this is what happens when you actually, you know, when you deal with white women, you're going to have to deal with this. This dog's like, bruh, hey, man. And so Scooby-Doo is down there with Daphne. (laughs) White women be on some pet shit. You got to watch out for them. I'll tell you that story. One day, I was walking Nova when Nova was just a little puppy. So I'm walking. Um, This white woman, blonde white woman, walks up to me. She sees me at night course when you have a dog women are going to talk to you uh don't go don't buy a dog just for women to talk to you but let me tell you when you have a dog white women are going to talk to you this is what it is so she's with her husband he looked like a pure he looked like the guy that wanted to do the love the love thing to the woman he looked like a pure c-u-c-k so she's walking she sees my dog all right she goes oh hi she sees my dog oh my god she gets down on the floor outside she gets down on the floor, Indian style. She starts petting Nova. <laughs> and she goes, Nova sees her, and Nova's going to lick anything at this particular point. She sees Nova, and no, she pulls Nova right up to her face. That white woman's face. Now, I'm sitting here like, Now this is a nice this is a nice looking white woman. Nice looking white woman. Like she would be the standard issue Newport stereotypical blonde. Nova put the lick down on that dog. I mean on that woman. <laughs> Nova was like Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. I was like, oh my God. I was looking at her like Hey yo, chill, sir! Hey yo! 
Man, she put the lick down and she was loving it. She was just like this. And Nova was <laughs> licked all of her face up. I was like, and she didn't move back. She didn't do nothing. Remember I showed you that video of the woman talking about wolves? And it was a white woman up in the mountains yodeling. Yodeling. And she let this wolf come up and she let the wolf lick in her mouth. Man, I'll be like, hey, brothers, when you deal with them white women like that, brother, they love dogs. So <laughs> I was like, oh, man, no, it wasn't my turn. I would have been like, man, I'm first. Nova, give me a give me a second. Let me go first. And she was like, I had a dog just like this. I looking at her husband like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, yikes. I mean, I like dogs and all, but not to that length. All right. Uh, but uh, guys, here's the next video without volume. Check it out. This is the same woman, allegedly. This is the same woman. All right. It says here. It says here. Sometimes I complain you can be so much work, but damn, I can't imagine life without you. Oh, man. They doing serenading the dog. All right. Like it's a romantic partner. I mean, for them. And, dude, that is a big-ass dog. That's big-ass Scooby-Doo. This is the same woman that was uh, laying on top of her dog. I mean, <laughs> somebody said, Momo. <laughs> uh, somebody said they do more than just love dogs. I know. We, we've been talking about that. Peanut butter. And this is a secret that's sneaking out slowly but surely. And a lot of white women are breaking the they're breaking the fourth, the third wall, the fourth. They're telling. They're like, hey, this is more than this. I've covered stories. I'm not saying all of them, but it gets more than this, man. And you can't even get in there. You can't even you can't look. And she's doing this for the internet, bruh. You know she got some dog fans or something. Look at her, man. Oh my lord, have mercy. Like, what? Man, how in the what is she? Where's her other hand at, fam? Mm. If I come over your crib and you doing this with your dog, I'm I'm skedaddling immediately. Just <laughs> all right. Next story. I know, man. I got to cover some story. I got to cover some stuff, man. I got to cover some stuff. I meant to put this banner up. I missed it. My editor's gonna be messed up. All right, remember this mom? Let's put her up on the screen. Screen. Remember this mom right here? The mom that uh, jumped in her son's arms like this, right? And the world internet went on fire, lit they ass up. Of course, she was a single mother. We're going to discuss what happened here. But he and the mom has clapped back as to why, there it is with the finger, as to why she behaved like this. Now, let me just recover the story for a lot of uh, people who don't know. All right, so um, apparently at the football game, there was a viral video. I got to take this down so you can see it. There was a viral video of, let me see if I can find the video. Should be up here. Uh, it's not up here, but there's a, there's a still photo. So this is in Utah. And after the game, the video starts right here, right? It looks like maybe it could be his girlfriend or his sister at least, even if this is sister is suspect, right? But... Then when the camera pans around, the woman looks mature. She looks like a mom. And everybody's like, wait a minute. A video went viral of a woman was like, wait, that's his mom. So I'm looking at this like, this is no, 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 no. 
this that's too much. That's too much. That's too much for a mom to be jumping in her son's arms like this. That that might be crossing the line. Now, she clapped back. She was like, yo, he clapped back. So they had much to say about this. Mom responds after photo of her hugging her son raises eyebrows. By the way, if um a, a father was at a volleyball game, a cheerleading contest, and his daughter jumped in his arms, I'm pretty sure people will be up in arms. But it says, when Utah mom, Amber Wright, posted a video of her sharing a celebratory embrace with her son, Brixton. Oh, Jesus. Brixton. All right. After a football game, she never expected it would go viral. One of my best friends recorded the moment where Brix picked me up, and I thought it was so cute. Right, age 38. Right, a single parent uploaded the clip to Instagram later. <laughs> that night, at the time, Wright had 1,500 followers. She now has more than 19,000 tuning into her life updates. Ninja's going to simp. Ninja's going to simp real fast. In the clip, uh, which has been seen more than 9 million times, Wright is shown with their legs wrapped around 16-year-old Brixton moments after his football team won a home game. And then it says here, I was so proud. She says I was a proud mom hugging her kid. I never expected it to turn into something where people are like, you're sexually abusing him. You're grooming him. I'm calling CPS. I wonder how many of her, his friends are allowed to stay over. My son wouldn't be allowed to stay over at their house. A lot of comments added another. I don't think anyone has an issue with your son picking you up. Just the fact that it appears you're straddling your son. You're also dressed pretty sexy for a high school game. All right. Others responded, ew, ew, ew. Uh, what I what I thought was your girlfriend, and that's his mother. Wright tells today that the backlash has been upsetting both her and Brixton. This ninja need a daddy in his life, okay? Some of y'all were going to be the daddy, all right? You'll be like, I'll be the pappy. Indeed, you'll be the pappy. I'm the pappy. All right, you'll get with that. You'll get with that. All right, it says right here, how about you leave my mom alone, Brixton wrote. Poor guy. She never abused me, done anything sexual with me or my friends or groomed me. She's my mom. She's my hero. The video of us hugging was a hug. So bother someone else and maybe hug your own kids. You all need Jesus, damn. I mean, putting Jesus and damn together is not very good. I come from a very affectionate family. I hug my dad every time I see him, Wright says. Which one? The woman? I think it's the woman. When you saw what you saw on the football field is just how we are. Bricks will pick me up and squeeze me and then put me down. All right, let, let's go back. What do y'all think about this? I mean, I can see picking up, but tucking your leg, bruh. Picking up is one thing, but the leg tuck, fam. All right. The tucking of the legs and picking up like a baby, that's a little too much for me. I'm a little uncomfortable with that shit, yo. Like, I can see if I pick my mom up, she wouldn't tuck her legs around my damn waist. All right, anyway. He said, do you kiss her too? All right, what else did they say? Now they're going to bring in the, the part where the tearjerker. It says Wright notes that Brixen might have held on a little longer after.
after the game. Uh, it's this right here. I guess he held on a little longer after the game as it was his first time wearing a jersey with his late dad's death date. Brixon's father died on April 4th. All right, so there it is right there. Now, there's no more attacking. Now, there's no more attacking. So now we got, it's the first time she was able to see the son with the father's death date on his jersey. All right, so now that they they've got that as cover, story's over. All right, no more needs to be said. You see, you know what I mean? Listen, listen. She says, I'm a single mom of a boy after, okay, she got more to say. After going through breast cancer, I believe my son would do this to me, do this to me too at the football game because we're very close. My son and I are like best friends. Happy to see a strong mom and son connection, one person wrote. Oh, that was somebody else responding. So their response was, this is because my dad died. That's why I jumped in his arms, so forth and so on. Anyway, listen, man, in my opinion, in my opinion, nah, nah, fam. No mother should be straddling a son like this, fam. All right, listen, let's just reframe it. Let's just make this the the dad and then the daughter is jumping in his arms like this. People are going to be looking sideways. All right, so anyway, what else we got here? Are we on to the main event? No, broke man dating and then we'll get to the main event. Broke man shouldn't date. What say you? I've been actually been saying this for quite a long time, but this guy's going to say it right here. Broke man shouldn't be trying to date. You should focus on your goals, the bag, and what? Then court. Oh, then court women. Okay, let's hear it. I feel like if you're really trying to change your situation, you don't like your credit score, you don't like your bank account, you don't like the place you are in life, right? Why the hell are you focusing on women? Yeah. Focus on your grind, focus on your bag, focus on changing your class in society, then you can go back and double back. And I mean, don't get me wrong, if like, you know, the right woman shows up in your life, whatever the case may be, and y'all grind it out because I see that happen every day, then absolutely make it happen, make it count, and y'all build something together, right? But your main focus and main priority should not be courting women. Your main focus and priority should not be hey yo what's up ma let me take you out like and then you out here and then the worst part about it is you going on that date you ask her to split the bill Brokey? No, okay now so i'm at a table right and they order chicken parmesan chicken parmesan 20 dollars, 1995 right the bill come he said yo you could do separate checks mm. what on a 19 95 meal my guy mm. separate checks I honestly, like, I wanted to say with every heart, like, I asked my manager if I could do this. I was like, yo, can I can I take care of this table? Can I just cover the bill for my mans? Because I think it's it's kind of looking bad right now for my, my boy, you know? Mm. But it just kind of, like, I don't, like, if you, and I'm not trying to speak on nobody's pockets or nothing like that, but is it safe to say that if you have to split a $20 meal, you probably weren't in the best financial situation to go on this date? Well, listen, I don't disagree with this advice. I think this is good advice uh, for men because you're just not in a position for sure. Uh, I broke dated for a lot of years and it got me frustrated, right? It created a lot of frustration, animosity and things like that. It put the onus on the woman. Uh, You know, you try to find gender roles. We start complaining about it and then just start going cheap and $40 budget. And then it gets ridiculous. I found that once I stopped doing that, 
and I got in a different position in life, then it be, never became a problem. It never became the problem, right? And and the but but um, I also stopped dating strags and and fat women and bottom feeding women and low hanging fruit. So there's that. Now, does should broke women date? I don't think so either. And we'll get to that when we get to the community. Now, there's a different type of broke. All right, there's a broke that, and this is what broke means. Like broke doesn't mean you don't have any money, but broke means you're just on a tight budget. You have a job. You just don't have any discretionary income. Women, on the other hand, it's both. If you don't have a job, you should not be out here dating. If you're hustling and trying to hustle ninjas for bags, or you a sugar baby, or you trying to get your OnlyFans started, and you barely a hostess at a restaurant, these bitches should not be dating at all. But if you're just on your grind and all this stuff, you need to figure it out. Now, if you're a woman on your grind and you like the ninja need to take me to roof, Chris, you don't need to be dating. These women don't need to be dating. What they're doing is usury. And a lot of women engage in usury and then later on say, what happened? Where did all the men go? So that then they start foodie calling and just thinking they're um, um, finessing the guy right here. Gotta get my bag and run. He paid for my $70 <laughs> date. He took me out and I hustled him. It ain't a hustle for a guy that has his shit together. All right, that $70 didn't mean shit. So, but broke women who do that, they're just as bad as the broke men. But broke men, if you're broke, if you will, if you, what he described as a person that looks like he didn't have the money, but he just wanted the company, right? And he wanted to split the bill. I think it's egregious for a man to do that. Be like, hey, $20 meal to be like, hey, let's split the check. You're definitely not ready to date. You're going to frustrate the hell out of yourself. I'm not saying you have to pay. I would rather you not go on the date at all, <laughs> right? Than to play that game. Because then it's the argument, well, these women want to be equal, but they don't want to, they, they want us to pay for dinner. We talking about $20 and then, okay, sit down. I could see if you took her out to 100, 120, 140, 150, 200 date, and you're looking at her as just, you know, it's just, just weird, just weird behavior, just weirdo behavior. So if you're in this situation, best advice for me is to focus on your goals, your dreams, free agent lifestyle then get to a point where that conversation doesn't affect you. And you're never sitting across from a woman at Chili's getting chicken Parmesan. You're never at Olive Garden. You're never at Olive Garden. And what you will find is, and I know people don't understand this because there's some gold, there's some, not gold digging, there's some finessing women out here. But what you will find is that when you're in that boat, you go to a simple place with a woman, what you're going to find is they don't order that much shit. When you're not worried about that money, the bill is literally like 65 bucks. I've been finding that out for the last five, six, seven, or whatever. It's what happens is they tend to not order as much as I anticipate they're going to order because you deal with a different minded woman. You're not dealing with some tender bitch. All of a sudden, they're just getting salad. They might get one entree. They barely might. And it really ain't that big of a deal. But when you, all of a sudden, when you on a budget and you go to Chili's, like, all right, we'll get the two for 20. And she orders the goddamn prime rib or the slab of ribs. And you look like, oh, shit. Man, please. Mm. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? You're like, oh, damn, she ordered the ribs. Oh, no. She already starting off $24 entree. And you're like, oh, God. 
Did she order two drinks? You're like, this is crazy. You want a dessert? Oh, not the dessert. Yeah, because now you're looking at 45 bucks. Looking at social, you're going for 45 bucks, right? Yeah. And so then you pissed off. This woman spent 45 bucks and I didn't even get no puss. They're like, <laughs> like, come on, man, stop. Stop with the, with the, with the, with the, with the, with the 45 bucks. Olive Garden. Shout out to Olive Garden, man. All right. Are we at the community? I'm going to check. I'm going to check the super chats. All right. Really focus on yourself, your goals. Um, you know, read my book, read outwitting the devil. Look at what drifting is. A lot of us are drifting and you got to catch yourself drifting. Are you drifting through life? Right. Catch yourself before you get, you get caught out here. Right. And most of us are trying to make some shit happen that, that really just frustrates you. Right. If you're in that boat, just back off. Trust me, these women are going to be here. I remember, you know, one-itis. You're like, oh, my God. If I miss out on these women, dude, there's so many women out here. There's so many women. A year ain't going to kill you away from these hoes. A year ain't going to kill you. As a matter of fact, they're going to be newer, better hoes out here. As soon as you elevate just a little bit, they all of a sudden get better. There's so many women out here. Guys, they women outnumber us in every American city. If you're in Atlanta or Washington, D.C., there's like 15 to 20 to 1 male versus female. Female versus male. There's way too many women in Washington, D.C., certainly in Atlanta. You winning. <laughs> like, you winning. Oh, my gosh. And if you wait two, five years, man, you just separate yourself from the pack. I had a video where I said how I eliminate 90% of women as an option. Most men could not imagine. You're like, what? Yes. Because where I'm where I stand now, I look at I look down and I'm like, it's garbage out here. <laughs> it's garbage. Nope. Garbage. It's a lot of garbage out here. But when you're thinking you're at their level or you're trying to compete for them, you'll take anything. All right, shout out to El Jefe. He says they need to ban Henry Blackburn from Colorado State for life for that hit on Travis Henry that lacerated his liver. Hate crime. It's, I wouldn't say it's a hate crime, but he needs to be suspended by his conference for that hit. I mean, that hit was definitely egregious. And, I mean, we're talking about a guy that has an NFL career ahead of him and some punk flunky defensive back from Colorado State takes him out. I think, you know, he's been getting death threats. His family's been getting death threats. And, hey, I ain't in it. My name is Bennett. I ain't in it. Anyway. We got Jay Cool says, uh, just here to say, yo, also, and always, Remember to trust, apply, and work the process and love the sports channel live streams. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Did I get these brothers here? I got one, two, three. We won't get to the main event. Kevin W says cities are open socialist supermarkets, but Tyler Perry is the bad guy. For real, dude. We're about to get to this. For the people who wanted to get to this Tyler Perry story, we got a couple more chats and I got to get into it. 
The cities are under siege. The cities are ridiculous. I mean, the cities are a uh, 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 a terrible. It's a terrible place to raise families for. I'm, I'm talking about inner cities. But Tyler Perry, shout out to Mr. B. He says, damn coach, the Dolphins got to deal with Xavion Howard trying to break Antonio Cromartie's baby record. And on the other side of the field, Eli Apple's baby mama trying to get this ninja clapped. Sheesh. It's a cold, cold world out here. It's a cold, cold world. Yeah, the sports channel about to be really lit. I mean, Bob about to get in there, man. Let me see. We got Loud Pocket says, Coachy, first, spat, I've sped out my Gatorade. He says that Paul got a 52-man train yang, gang yang in the building. Train yang. Owner, choo-choo. They was all ready to tag team. They was ready to tag team that Pog. And they would have been in heaven, too. They would have been like, they just, just my type. California Roll says, Coach, that love surge dance you did earlier had me weak. The love surge. A love surge. We got, let's last two. Trigger verse says, All right, invest in Petco and Chewy. Any idea? Wait, also, idea of a dating app for animals. There has to be one where you meet up with your pet. There has to be, there has to be one. And um, if you're dealing with women today, more than likely they have a pet especially if you're in the suburbs. Triggerverse says, hey, yo, there's another person hugging that mom a little too hard. Shout out to Chris Chan. All right. Who, who is that? He's hugging his mom too? Hey, man, hey, you know, <laughs> do what y'all got to do out here. Let's get back to the main event here. Let's see here. What's the score of the games? Anybody? Main event time. All right. Let's talk about the community in their situation there. It is, first of all, let me just tell you, it is highly dysfunctional. And uh, a lot of people will have some allegiance to the community as if it is a permanent state, a permanent place, right? And we have these places we brag about, you know, Oakland and Chi-Town and Shotlanta and Philadelphia and Kilwaukee, Rochester, Trenton, Philadelphia, did I say Philadelphia, Houston, Fifth Ward? These are all places that are in decay. Now, if you've never been outside of these places, you will think that, oh, this is our place. This is where we live. This is our community. And it's not. You know, not many people own shit there. And you've been displaced there. You've been placed there by a condition. Right? You can move out of there at any point. But some people choose to stick around. I get it. You want to kind of carve out your own place. But that comes with ownership. Unfortunately, there's not much ownership there. Yeah, Baltimore. But what will happen is people will rent, rent, rent in these areas from a lot of these people. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Or what will happen is people will be redlined and gerrymandered and they would be placed in those areas and they'll work a job. Uh, boomers typically will, or yeah, boomers will be, you know, uh, owning these places. And they're like, this is our house. We're going to die here. <laughs> and your relatives will still live there. You'll have to go down there through the hood. And the property values will just be, it'll never go up. Like, it'll stay down because of things that happen around there. Now, black women tend to be loyal to this area. Uh, black men are more likely to than them to leave this area. This is, this is just in general. They'll leave this area and black men will either, 
you know, um, they'll be more likely than black women to inter- date interracially, move away. Black women will stay aligned to it because of church, hair salon, barbecue, you know, her family, her sorors, <laughs> sorors, you know, a lot of things will be going there. That's that's where her epicenter will be. So she won't leave there because she's a social creature. Now, she'll try to make it work in there. She'll try to make it work in there with the available men. But, of course, if you just take 2%, 3% of men who get the fuck out of there, they've already lost out on a talented 10th, a talented 2%, 3% men who've already just left. Now, you have choice um, of partners and all of this stuff. And income, we're going to talk about uh, black demographic statistics. So we're going to look at available pool of men that these people are dealing with. Now, let's get into Tyler Perry for a second. Then we're going to come back. We're going to circle back. Let me pull up Tyler Perry's clip that got everybody heated. All right, here it is right here. Listen, this is what he says right here. Then we'll take a look if, if what he's saying is true. It says right here, don't don't read the caption because I had to just find a video. Let's play the video. Listen, a, a lot of women, especially black women, and mm-hmm. I might get in trouble for saying this, but I will. In the in in our society right now, mm-hmm. b- black women are making a lot more money for the most part than yeah. black men, right? There are a lot of black men who are successful, but for the most part, black women are making the money. So you if you A lot of people are gonna be pissed about that, but we're gonna talk about that. You can find love. If that man works, you know, at whatever job Mm -hmm. and is a good man and is good to you Mm -hmm. and honors and honors the house and honors his wife and does what he can Mm -hmm. because his his gift may not be your gift. Exactly. That is okay. Mm -hmm. That's not somebody who's beneath you. That's somebody who came to love you at your work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And as long as he's secure in himself to Mm -hmm. know that. Is this the woman? I think I did a video breakdown of her. And why they got all these pillows on them? All right. Um, okay. What is he talking about here? Yep. She makes most of the money. All I can pay is the light bill. As long as she's comfortable enough to say, I'm going to cover the mortgage and all the other stuff. You can the light bill, baby. You can take me to dinner every now and then. Mm-hmm. That is fine. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And-, and so he, he's, people are saying that he said settle. He's never said settle, but from that point of view that it's fine, it's fine. Sounds like settle. All right, that's what people have been saying here. Now, before we play the rest of the clip, I got to discuss one more thing. Um, For instance, let's just say you're a black man and you want you a black sister. And you say to a black sister, hey, I'm a good upstanding citizen. I have a decent job, but I desire to live out in the farm area where I can capitalize on my tradesmanship and my agrarian lifestyle. But she has a job in the city. Typically, sisters would have a job in the city, maybe a suburb out there or something. But typically, their jobs are going to be around the city, city orientation. Thus, then her extended group, social family, will be in that city. You will not get her ass to move out there with you. Not going to happen. All right. So you chose to be out there. She like, I ain't moving way out there. Dude, I had this one sister that lives in the city in Las Vegas. I mean, you can see the casinos right from her uh, uh, apartment. I took her out to where I am in the Desert Storm bunker, and she's like, it's really quiet out here. She was completely uncomfortable. Guys, it ain't that far. I mean, come on, it's Vegas. It it wasn't like it was like three hours away. But she was just like, I couldn't be be out here. 
automatically disqualified herself. She's like, I couldn't be out here. Like, <laughs> she just was too uncomfortable, and she's like, it's not much to do. It's quiet. I like to be around the hustle and bustle. Well, city girl, she want to be around the hustle. And listen, that's her, that's her prerogative. But again, if she was looking at a guy that had his shit together and he was out there, you know, she's like, I couldn't be out here. And she miss, misses, misses. She wants to be outside. And of course, she leaves my house late at night, talking all loud, white neighbors coming to the arena, to their window, like, what the fuck's going on? Like, shh, bitch, shh. Do you hear crickets? You hear these crickets? There's nothing, nobody talking. Now you're like, I right, see you later. Oh my Lord, just, they cannot stand quiet. <laughs> they can't stand it. I'm like, this is why I don't deal with them, man. Shut the fuck up when you leave. It's crazy. They used to helicopters and gunshots and, and, and horns beeping at 11 o'clock at night and ninjas playing bumping music, ambulams. They used to chaos and dysfunction. They can't stand, they can't stand the quiet. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to bring that up. That's what I experienced. I, I don't know. I can't live. I just can't. <laughs> and she's a good looking sister too, man. I'm like, this poor thing, man, don't know. But you can't take them out of the hood. You can't take them away from that shit. They're just attached to that chaos and dysfunction. They got to have it. They got to have ambulance coming around here. All right, uh, but going back to Tyler Perry, let's talk about this. Tyler Perry mentions that black women make more than black men. <laughs> black women make more than black men. Now, we're going to use several pieces of data here to either prove or disprove that. And we're going to look at where black women make more than black men. All right, now, now, now his claim is egregious in my point, in my thing. Because what he's trying to do is tamp. He was trying to lighten the load on what he's about to deliver, that payload that he just delivered. Okay, but let's take a look at this. ABO had this statistic up, blackdemographics.com. If you want to go find anything about black demographics, you can find it here. ABO has this up. He puts this up on his Twitter. And um, as you can see, it says black household income. Now, the problem you have with black folks is they just don't have households. Statistically, they don't. So it's hard to get a grasp at what, what, what's what. But uh, when you look at the median household income, blacks versus all of the Americans, we'll go through that. Blacks are at the bottom. We're at, we're, whether you like it or not, we're at the bottom. Uh, whether Why we're at the bottom, it, it's irrelevant at this point. I mean, because none of those things can stop an individual from getting from up under that. right? But if you choose to stay there, that's what you're going to deal with. Make your choice. Like, nothing's stopping you from going out to the agrarian area. Nothing's stopping you from leaving and going to the suburbs. Nothing's stopping you from leaving that bullshit. But you choose to stay there. Hey, it's you, baby. I don't know what to tell you. All right, but it says right here with the earnings, um, earnings, uh, what is this right here? Mean dollars, still at the bottom. I'll show you another graph. But individual black income. It says right here, per capita income, the male, when working full-time year-round jobs, the black male averages, uh, uh, the median earnings are $46,000 a year. All right. For others, it is a slightly higher. Well, it's $14,000 higher. That can make a lot of a difference. For female, it's $41,000. Now, a lot of people are going to say 
that's not accurate. If you're if you're a black woman watching this, you're going to say that's not accurate or you're going to say I make way more than that. We'll talk about that in a minute. But this is the average for the national median earnings. Right. So right there, Tyler Perry was incorrect using that data. Now, we're going to chop up. We're going to go into some other data. Right. Where it's going to be a little bit more glaring. Now, first of all, we're talking about we're talking about. Both of those numbers at the bottom. So when I show you this graph. What we're arguing about and the state of the black household, family household, where. Three out of 10 kids are going to be in a broken home scenario, either with a stepdad or a single parent. Only three out of 10 will be not in that condition, maybe two at best. Take a look at this chart. Family net worth by race and ethnicity. The fact that black women and black men are competing and arguing about incomes. When the state of the black family is in this sort of disarray, it's disgraceful. Like you guys are arguing about something that you ain't even trying to position yourself to fix. Ah, the hell with gerrymandering and redlining. The hell with institutional racism. Take a look at this. The red line, oddly enough, is the black family. <laughs> the red line is the black family. This is disgraceful. Like the conversation is just despicable. It's dumb. Because what you really need is to combine these incomes whether the woman makes more or the man. But what you're seeing is now that the woman makes more in her mind, as an individual, she's like, I'm not dating down. I'm not marrying down. So we'll get to this now. When we get to the next data, you're going to see how dumb that decision is, okay? You're going to see how dumb that decision is because what you're doing is you're not allowing this, the black family to compete. So they're saying, I don't want to date down. Well, I'm sorry, your available pool of men aren't as great as you believe. Now, let me pull up some data. Let me pull up some data from blackdemographics.com that I saw BGS Ipmore talking about today briefly. Okay. Let me see here. Uh, let's see here. All right. He, uh, single black generation X. And that's funny. I had black. Gen- I had this website up earlier, but so many people were talking about it. Black, single black generation X. So that's my age group, age 41 to 55. Now, the first thing I'm going to tell you about this, when you look at these numbers, this number is going to back up Tyler Perry. What Tyler Perry said, black women are making more than black men. Now, when I do a younger demographic, that's not going to be true. But check this out. In single black Gen X, 41, age 41 to 55, The light color bar is income. The light color bar is women. So between the incomes of 100,000 and up, according to blackdemographics.com, it is black women. There's more black women than black men that make $100,000 and up. 35,000 more black women. Uh, More black women make $100,000 and up. Now, here's the thing. You guys don't understand that women outnumber men. Black women outnumber black men. It's like 52 to 48. Then when you talk about a whole bunch of other conditions, that's just what the case is. So from the age group of 41 to 55, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to put the headlock on this one in a minute. I got something to say about this. In this demographic, 
black women do earn more according to this chart than black men. Now, when it comes to people in the demographic of 50K and up, 50K to 100K, more black women than black men earn that amount of money. Now, this doesn't consider hustle ninjas like myself. I'm a hustle ninja, so I probably wouldn't be on this, but that's what it is. When it comes to the demographic, 20,000 to 50,000, there's more black women in that demographic that earn more than black men. I know black men are hurt by this, but hold on. I'm going to tell you what's up in a minute. Then when you talk about under 20,000, you have more black women than black men. Now, when you have no income, you have more black men than black women. Now, I don't know what that means. Again, that could mean people don't report their income. You can have guys that hustle, two jobs, side hustle. You, you don't know, but there's more black men than black women that have no income. Report no income. Now, the problem with this is that this is what Tyler Perry was quoting. Yeah, ninjas ain't filing income taxes, right? Women to, but see, but there's already more black women, period. Now, the problem with Tyler Perry was doing is that he's quoting that. What's the problem? I'm going to tell you what the problem is. Because when I go down to the next generation down, this doesn't exist. Not at this level. It doesn't exist like this for the millennials. What is the problem with this statistic? What is the problem with using this? Because this is typically who we're talking to about relationships. What is the problem? Let's see if you can figure it out. Right here. Because this is what I've called out for a long time. I've called this part out for a long time. What is the problem with this data? No, it's not data. He said definitely ain't filing taxes. All right, because this is the ones that women be throwing at ninjas. Yep. They're old. They're already old. They're too old for relationships. I've been calling this out when I was talking about other content creators promoting marriage. They're too old. See, here's the thing. We're talking about 41s to 55-year-olds. Okay, so when black women are like, and these black men, and these black men, y'all all 40 and 50 already. Y'all already, old, y'all already had y'all chance. Are we, are we literally talking about to fix the community? We need to get old-ass generation Xers together? This is going to solve the problem? This ain't going to solve no damn problem. Most of these people between this age group already probably been married once and or one. If you put two of these people together, one will have at least one child. So you're talking about a step parent, possibly a divorce. Right. You talking about people like this ain't going to fix the community. And I'm tired of the community trying to fix it with these old ass mothball ass Gen Xers. You had your time. Premenopausal. This shit is what's wrong with the community. Y'all always trying to get y'all old ass people together. This shit ain't gonna matter. Both of y'all lives are absolute disasters. And when you talk about these people, when it comes to black women in this area, right? This this income, you also gotta factor in this. Many of these women are saddled with student loan debt. Mm saddled why black women are the most affected by student loan debt and possible forgiveness these same people (laughs) right 
are just riddled with student loan debt. So factor in all of that with your income, Miss Jenna X. I make eighty thousand. I make. There's more black women making more. Let me show you this because that ain't even the end of it. Look, black women have not financially recovered from the pandemic. Struggle to repay student loan debt. Not only that, they're struggling to pay rent, even at that income. And I know this for a fact. I know this is general, but for a fact, even with the incomes that high, they still struggling. What? They still struggling. Most evicted, most credit card debt, most student loan debt, tax debt. So just to say we make more is not telling you the story. A lot of these black men that make that still are in better financial position when they even, if you take the 50 to 100K and that slight, imp- that slight elevation of black women that earn that 50, 100K, I can guarantee you the, the, the black women that have that 50 to 100K are in financial peril compared to the black men in that, eight, in that range, 100%. So don't throw your salary at me. Salaries tell me nothing. I'm too old for this. Just don't throw, don't throw that out there and be like, yeah, well, because we make more, we don't want a guy. The reason they need a guy that make all of this extra money is because they're probably in debt. <laughs> all right, car debt, please. Child support, you probably have a single, you probably, 80%, you probably have a child or two with that income that you're keeping away from your father. Uh, you're keeping away from your child's father just so you can get extra child support from the men in that same age uh, income group, right? And the, the men that make just as much as you own child support, <laughs> right? And so now he can't bond with his kid. Now he's got to go pick up a second job. And now he's on the no income chart hustling. That's why so many more black men are on the no income list because they pay, getting paid under the table. So they can make their child support payments to the women in the high 150K. Come on, man. This You can't just read this chart and be like, black women make more than black men. Therefore, no, 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 no. Now, let me just say this. Let me go to the next thing right here. Let's go to Gen. Let's go to millennials. Now you're going to see where the difference is less stark. All right. So the millennials. So the millennials, age 25 to 40, where I think, you could possibly save this generation. This is the generation I would focus on in Gen Z. Gen X and baby boomers, it's already done. So the whole thing about getting Gen X and what you're finding is the women that are saying, I'm going to play you the women who are mad at Tyler Perry. All of them are either old millennial or Gen X. They're not young people. They're not. But lady, ma'am, you're, you're 45. What are we talking about? <laughs> Jesus. All right, let's get it right. Single black millennials. When it comes to single black millennials, the 100K and up black men, actually, there are more black men that earn 100K and up compared to black women, and it is slight. But this whole thing that there's black women make more than black men, no, not, not necessarily. You got to really break this down. 
There's more black men that earn 100K and up between the age group of 25 and 40. Then when you get to the next one, 50 to 100K, it's slightly more women, but very, very close. It's an equal, as close to equal as you can get it. Then when you go to 200, I'm oh, sorry, the 20 to 50K, I mean, that's no man's territory for a man anyway. I mean, but there's still a lot of men versus women. So, so first of all, you have a picking problem. If a man has to make more than you, where's your, where, where they at? <laughs> all right. It's slim pickings out here for, if you're a woman and you make 20 to 50 K and the man has to make more than you, well, look at the next income over those women are competing for those men. So how in the world are you going to get over there to those men? And same thing for you ladies, you're trying to get over to the hundred K ninjas and you make 50 to 100 K. How are you going to get over there? It, it, it's too competitive. Now, if you look at other races, this lines are a little bit uh, more like they're not as close as this line. So they're picking from a they're picking from more men. It's not it's not as close as this where the women are out far ranging them. So when it's Asian, the number line completely flips so that, yes, there's a higher available women, but there's more men to pick from here. There's not that many. Your competition level is is fierce. Okay, now when it comes to the lower, lower ends of income, more women. More women are on the, I'm sorry, what is this light green? It's under 20K, more women than men. Under 20K, more women than men make under 20K, sadly enough. 20 to 50K, which is you're, you're in struggle zone in, in a lot of ways. But there's more women than men making that low range. But then when you get up in the higher ranges for the millennials, it's equal or men make more. Okay. And that's where it matters. It don't matter here. But a 50K, a 20 to 50K woman is looking at these ninjas. This is who you're selecting from. Now, if you combine the two, if you combine the two, the household income goes up. Let's go back to that chart. Wait a minute. Where's the chart? I can't find it. If you combine the two, where's the household income chart? There it is. If you combine two 50K ninjas, <laughs> then the household income goes up. But as you can see, they're not doing that. They're not willing to do that. So therefore, then the family net worth of the race stays right here. I don't know what to tell you. This idea that you need a guy that's making 150, 100, 200, and you at 50, and you don't want to settle, and you don't want to split the bills and all this, hey, man, that's your fight. But this is why you have this dysfunction. So the woman says, the hell with all of that. And then she has the Nissan Altima debt. She has the student loan debt. And then she's like the, the eviction debt, living tight, no discretionary income. Then this is these ninjas ain't worth. Well, the problem is you just don't have a lot of men to select from. You just don't. I mean, for the Gen Xers, look at this. So women are making more. But where are you, where are you getting them in? <laughs> I'm going to ask you again, where are the men going to come from that got the money? You outnumber them numerically. Then you outnumber them in, uh, just on the income. Where they at? You in trouble. Y'all going to forever be waiting. And they'll be like, well, then I'll wait. Okay, that's what Tyler Perry was saying. That's y'all's problem. And let it be your problem. I'm not trying to fix it. All right, last statistic that I want to show you. Then we're going to talk about what's going on here. 
That statistic that I want to show you. Where is it at? Oh, let's let's finish the Tyler Perry video. No, 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 no. Let's go into the people hating on Tyler Perry. All right, and I'm going to show you. These are going to be women past their prime, okay? Mm. Past. They don't realize the numbers they're dealing with. You're, you're in a screwed position. The screwed position is you chose education. You chose corporate work. You chose middle management. You chose human resources. Now you done priced yourself out. <laughs> and you chose attitude and single motherism and a lot of these other tropes and stereotypes. You chose weave. You chose, hey, ma'am, what to tell you here? Here we go. Me otherwise. His depictions of black women constantly reinforce negative stereotypes. All the imagery that he shows of black women is always damaging. He has a weird fixation with seeing black women struggle. I just feel like he does what most black men do when it comes to black women, which is use us. Use and abuse us, child. That's that's literally all he does. He also panders to cishet black men. Old school cishet black men at that. Almost like the type of man that he wishes that he was. It's weird as fuck. Like, Alright, so... Listen, she's throwing out the gay allegations. Man, I swear to God, these people's attitudes are disgraceful. I mean, I know my attitude ain't all that, but I'm the king of kings. Um, this is disgraceful. I mean, who would want to be around a person like you? Now we're doing the fact that he's a uh, tippy toe and you the one that went to all his movies. You supported him. Now we got all of this. I mean, disgraceful. That's where that whole Medea caricature comes from because he's he's making fun of us for real. He really don't fuck with us. That's the sad part. Like he claims that he grew up with a lot of black women, and so that's where he gets his inspiration for the Medea character or what have you. I personally think that he resents black women. He resents the lack of men that was in his life. This man really told black women that we need to be okay with a man only being able to afford the gas bill. Like what? Tell me that your mammy was a pick me without telling me that your mammy was a pick me. No other demographic of people encouraged their women to to settle for less oh man i mean this is sad to see and again like i said i'm not trying to save the community i have no dog in the fight i didn't let the community a long time ago i ain't coming back all right but you know i i would hope to try to rationalize with a human being like this but there's no rationalizing i mean i don't know how far you can get so far off you can get going back to the numbers going back to the numbers that age woman She's probably close to 40. What are you picking from? Okay, you'll do bad all by yourself. Okay. I mean, I don't, you don't have the options you believe. Now, this woman probably makes in the between 50 to 100K or 20 to 50K level. And then the fact that she's moderate looking, right? Below moderate. She's below average looking. Older and she has things that don't excite men in this age, in this income bracket, right? If you're a guy that's making 100000 and up, there's less of you, so there's probably more competition for you. Then, you know, you don't have much that the, that's going to attract the guy at that level that has that, like, because there's already less. I mean, you're up shit's Creek here on the numbers. You're up shit's Creek. So you probably would want to. He says at least if, you, if in fact you do make more than black men, there's the data. Okay, we're going to support that for a second. It's not overwhelmingly true across the board, but we'll look at the numbers. Where are you picking these guys from? You're going to have to. You're going to have to make an adjustment. And if you don't, you can stay all bad by yourself. But no, we're not helping you. And 
No. All right, continuing in, we got another we got another person here. All right, we got another person here. Uh, let's see what she has to say here. Because why are there so many people across so many platforms trying to convince young black professional women to settle for men with half their work ethic? What what work ethic are we talking about? I mean, again, if she lives in a city, in the inner city, that's not the most accurate depiction of men that you will probably pick from. Right? You're actually probably going to pick from low-end ninjas. She's from the millennial category. Let's take a look at the millennials. If she's a woman with work ethic, you like to clock in and clock out, go to your corporate desk, sit at the desk, all right? That's what you're calling work ethic. Let's take a look at what you got to pick from. You guys are slightly making more in that age group of slave wagers. Okay, now where are you going to pick? Where's the numbers at? It's slim pickings across the board. So these people here in the 20K, they don't want to date men in the 20K to 50K. So they're going to jump over here. But look at the numbers. <laughs> A woman making 20 to 50K is going to jump over here looking for 50 to 100K ninjas or 100. Look at the competition. Slim, dude, you're in comp. You're in competition. You're going to have to compete. So then when the guy says, hey, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. I ain't doing all that. God, man, they're in trouble. They don't realize they're in trouble. They're fucked. They, they painted themselves in the corner. With their government job. Blue collar men are off the table in this conversation, which is going to jump these numbers in half. It's going to chop these numbers probably to 60% less. Where are they at? There's too much competition. If a guy makes 100K, he got all these women. Clueless. It's actually sad to see. But Tyler Perry simply was saying, well, you want to kind of change course here. All right. Oh, well, we got to settle for less. Let's continue. It's crazy. Get your hand out of my pocket. Oh, what, what's going on here? Is it just me or is it oh. starting to feel like there's some kind of agenda? Because why are there so many people across so many platforms trying to convince young black professional women to settle for men with half their work ethic? <laughs> oh, man, dude. Wow. That woman's going to be in the four root awakening, sadly. The numbers don't favor you like that, unfortunately. Let's talk. Let's talk about this one here. We got another one here reacting to this. Um, and as you can expect, I mean, let's see here. We got a lower class individual. Uh, let's see here. Tyler Perry clip I just saw. He just irritated me because instead of you teaching black men how to become successful like you, you won't tell black women to just settle. Gentlemen, in the background is somebody else's kid. You can't make this shit up. Rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. This woman has literally got another pookie spawn in the back of the video. Are they absent of, do they not realize optics? Do you not realize what's going on here? You're not in the competition, ma'am. Your income doesn't make you better than me or anybody else. You got some other issues and shit. Let me let me let me continue here. This little Tyler Curry, Tyler Perry clip I just saw. 
he just irritated me because instead of you teaching black men how to become successful like you, you won't tell black women to just settle. No, teach black men how to step up like the black woman has had to step up. Like all right. Oh, mommy, she calling mommy in the background. Mommy, mommy. Okay. T uh, like black women have stepped up. I don't know if you guys understand that, that if you step up, you're taking jobs away from black men. I mean, that's typically what happened, but I can't listen. I'm not here to rationalize that. There's only so many places black people can go in this country. I got an interesting map to show you, by the way. And take a look at this, man. You want to come home to that? That's what y'all doing. Come on, man. This your future wife. This the one you're gonna you're gonna improve her situation. All right, who auntie is this? Like what? My daughter is only seven, but I told her when you get old and you start liking these boys, if they don't treat you how your daddy do, leave them leave them where they lay, boo. Leave them. All right, so she has a father. I don't know if she has a husband. Where they lay? I said, what your daddy have and what your daddy do? She said, my daddy got his own money, his own car, his own house. She said, my daddy can fix anything. My daddy spends time with me. He take me out. He give me hugs. He give me kisses. Like, yeah, so if a man don't do that for you, like your daddy do, oh, leave him where he like, please. Don't bring him around here. I said, you got a great daddy. So if a man don't treat you like that, nah. Nah, heavy on the no. Yeah, uh, wow. Wow. I mean, there's just too much competition between the male and the female on this demographic. Way too much, right? And there's a lot of belittling on both sides. Black men belittling black women and black women belittling black men for most of the time, this economic situation. And both of you guys are fighting for crumbs. Both of you guys need to, uh, you guys, both of you guys need each other. Yeah, you, you need each other. Whatever, whatever level you're doing this, you need each other to compete out here. This is this is counterproductive to what you want. But for some reason, I continue to see this for the last 30, 40 years, and this has not improved. So I'm I'm telling you, best of luck out here. We got another one here. Here's another one. And it comes from all classes of black women that, that seem to be on this. They cannot get past this. Let's continue. This is a quick PSA about the video that Tyler Perry has everybody up in arms all over and i think we need to start bringing back rites of passages for these men there is no way that you as a man can call yourself a man if you have not been able to provide and take care of yourself first there is no way that we as black women should be expected and no other race of women is expected to do this mind you oh man and they always will tell me, you focus on what the mother, why are you trying to be white and the Asians? They always doing the same thing too. No other race of women, but most other race of women automatically make less than their men. The men make more. Now you're saying this because the men aren't trying. I disagree. I think they are trying. But most of the men are going to be in blue collar work, hustle off paper, entrepreneurial where there's entrepreneur and they own a car wash. They own a car wash where they got three spray bottles. They trying to move up. A lot of these men get trapped and ensnared in the system. Much of which black women have probably put them on child support, family court shit, divorce, most divorce, least married, right? Ninja shooting in the streets, slap boxing. 
Okay, single mothers raising these young boys. I don't think the finger pointing helps. And I'm just finger pointing back to respond to what she's talking about. Most of these boys are raised by these women. But I don't think the finger pointing helps. You're both in trouble. All right, listen. You're both in trouble. <laughs> Let me just remind you. This is not black men versus black women. I think if you continue to take this course, you're both going to find yourself losing this one. You can't compete that what the Asians are doing. The Asians, Asian men far out earn Asian women, even when education is considered. The path to education seems to be much more prioritized for that demographic. For men and women. Black men, on the other hand, not so much. You will have a black woman keep the kid from the black man, father, and then have the kid with no chance out here. Um, this is pure chaos and dysfunction. And this attitude is disgraceful. This is why I can never date anybody like this. Right? The dependency on the government. Look, she's from Texas. Uh, what is that? Texas Southern. Yeah, man. Um, this is sad. And then professional black men, they're not, they're not going to deal with women like this. Uh, not outside the American South, they're not. That we should be expected to take care of our men and be their providers and still be submissive to them. How does that work? That doesn't even make sense. Uh, you couldn't be submissive if you tried. At all. If there is... If there is anything we can take from this, there needs to be rites of passages. There's too many boys out here pretending like they're men because a woman is a reward for you becoming a man and being able to take care of yourself. That's how you get a woman to come in to give you a family. I mean, I would love to actually deal with a woman like this every day. Is that something you said? Like she completely talking down to you. She's talking to you like she, you're the child. I mean, she's talking to like you, like you're the child. Look at this woman. Look at her. She's a good looking woman. She's got nice skin and a nice hair weave. She's not bad looking. She's way too chunky. But listen to how she's talking. She's belittling you. She's talking down to you. And guys, let me tell you, she'd be talking down to you even if you made $100,000 a year. Doesn't matter what income you make. She's still going to be talking down to you because that's what she knows. Let's go back to that. This is All right. Um, I think we're about to beat this one with a uh, beat this dead horse. But I would love to say I would love to save the community in this situation here. But this is way too dysfunctional for me. All right. Because this is low frequency argument for me. Like I couldn't deal with, the, you know, I can't deal with a woman that honestly constantly has this on her mind. All right, I was out with a beautiful black woman the other day, last week. And she wanted to talk to me about race and racism. I was like, man, I don't, don't want to talk about that shit. <laughs> like, mm. right? She was just like, and I'm so passionate about it. I'm like, man, I don't want to talk about this, right? And so I told her to shut up in more ways than others. And she keeps reminding me that I told her that. And I'm like, listen. You can deal with that on your own time. I don't, that's low vibration argument conversation for me. And what are we going to do about it? You ain't going to do shit about it, <laughs> right? I'm not going to do anything about it. You're not going to do anything about it. And she's like, if we just, I'm just like, oh man, to, to me, that's just bothering you. 
I think you attract those things when you talk about it, right? So you're just bothering yourself about it where you can't help it. So um, unfortunately, they get stuck in these situations here. Even when they meet a guy that can improve their lives, they want to constantly bring me back and drag me back into these arguments. And it's absolutely crazy. It's despicable. So when, and what she found out was when I took that from her, she had nothing else to talk about. <laughs> but yeah, she an activist bitch. Young girl, young girl, slightly under 30. When I took it away from her, guess what? She had nothing else to talk about. And I was like, see, you're one dimensional. That's your victimhood card. That's your card to try to talk about some shit that ain't going to happen for you. Now you had nothing else to talk about, right? Now what? And that's what you have to understand. Now improve yourself, improve your conversation, improve your argument. I don't care about the uh, Coco Coco Goff won the tournament tournament. Okay, and I was so happy and beaming with pride. Okay, yeah, she won the tournament. Fine, let's go. Let's move on, <laughs> right? And I was crying, and I, who cares? And it meant so much as a black woman. I don't care about. I don't care. All right, Ninja. I'm just happy somebody won the tournament. <laughs> but you got to make it about this big ass goddamn thing, man. Look, man, look, talk about something else. Can't do it. She was stuck. On, she was stuck. Ain't got no range. Get a wider range of topics, man. We tired of beating these dead horse, dead horse arguments about who pay and gas bills and stupid. This is low frequency conversation. Anyway. I was sitting there like, I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Let's go. Yep. Every, everything's race to them and the plight of the woman and the black, what we have to do as a people. And they be out here being causing the most trauma out here. Let me get to the super chat. Sadly enough, this conversation will not change for the next 35 years. It ain't changing. So what I would tell you brothers <laughs> But I would tell you, brothers, is you guys need to find a way to get out of it. I don't, you know, you guys got to leave these people behind. I know you want to bring them up and uplift them. They're stuck. They're mentally enslaved by issues that they don't even encounter on a daily basis. Right? They're waiting for the racism to drop on their head. They're waiting for Joe Biden or Donald Trump to affect them negatively or positively. They're waiting for... They're waiting for the next racism to go protest. You know what I mean? They're like waiting. Uh, remember, I showed you a video of a woman. She was waiting for, like, she was in there stealing stuff, chicken, and she was stealing chicken, and they caught her, and then she was like, this is my Rosa Parks moment. Man, what? They ready to have the next revolution. They ready to have the next Rosa Parks moment. They ready to document themselves in the history as a victim of racism. They just waiting for it. They wake up every day like, I'm going to be Rosa Parks or Harriet Tubman or some fictitious, some fictitious character. By the way, most of those characters are fictitious. <laughs> and they waiting to become the next fictional character. Is that a word? Rosa Parks is a fictitious character. She's a real person, but the situation surrounding her is fictitious. Harriet Tubman, damn near a damn fictitious character at this point. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, uh, stop trying to be these things and live these things out. Why don't you make a bigger impact somewhere else? All right. I don't have time for this shit. That's <laughs> like what? Mm. 
Anyway. Unreal, unreal. And the last part, the last part is the, the one that really trumps them is they ain't got no, they ain't got nowhere else to go. Fictional, fictitious, <laughs> fictitious. Fugazi, Fugazi. But they ain't got nowhere else to go. That's their problem. So if they wanted to go over there, go get you a white man. I don't care. Who cares? Like, I don't care where you go. Go find somebody and stop bothering me. All right, where we at here, man? This is, this is terrible. I feel bad for the community. I feel bad for the men. You know, there's a lot of people going to call me un- Uncle Toms and shit like that. I don't, I really don't give a damn because that's low-frequency conversation. I wish black men really, you know, I mean, I'm trying to deliver y'all out of that. I'm trying to deliver y'all from that because you guys are stuck in that too. It's causing you to drift. I know you don't think so. But your allegiance to black women is causing you a lot of discomfort because you're trying to make them change and there's no changing them you have too much you're working against you have the system you have the democratic party right you have government jobs you got goldman sachs you got banks i mean ninja they sucking off the teeth of at least seven different masters before they get to your broke ass all right i mean you ain't nowhere near priority for them until it comes to taking your ass and turning you in. But I, I, I'm just. <laughs> and this is not all of them. I'm just telling you, that's your fight. That's your fight. Feminism. Yeah, I mean, you just got Biden. They trying to be the next Harriet Tubman in their mind. They going to be the next Harriet Tubman or Aunt Jemima or, or Rosa Parks in their mind. And they just going to be the next Claudette Coven at best. Right, anyway. Let me see here. El Jefe says, I got you already. Trinicia says, nothing worse than a ninja begging and mouthpiecing, but refusing to take you on a date to a dive bar or a pool hall for fun because sex is free. I agree. They get ignored and blocked. The community doesn't know what dating and relationships mean at all. I've been critical of men that use that as well. I get it. There's a short period of time in your life where you could play around and learn. But I got too many old men talking about mouthpiece and and pussy is free. I got too many old men doing this. This is crazy. All right. I mean, ninjas don't be growing up. Like men, men, let's let's grow up. You know what I mean? Like we got to understand and be responsible. Like, look, if you want it to be free, well, well, I'm putting it down on it. So it's even exchange. Okay, you can go with that. Listen, I think sex is an equal exchange. But everything got a price. Everything got a price. The fact is, that's mostly what all she has. So that means more to her, right? You, on the other hand, got more than your Johnson between your legs. That's where the difference is. So what are you leveraging? Yes, you both are enjoying yourselves, but she's leveraging the almost the only thing she got. You, on the other hand, got way more than that, and that's what she wants. But anyway, <laughs> and no lady, your degree don't count. Uh, shout out to Trinisha says. Trinisha says. <laughs> if you're over 21 and you say mouthpiece, you a dusty. You a dusty ass ninja, <laughs> right? It's crazy. 
I mean, because it's really it's really a juvenile. Oh, you know what? We also suffer from delayed uh, arrested development. As as black people, we suffer from arrested development. Like our maturity level is delayed at best. Like we don't grow up until we like 49. Like we don't experience what life's supposed to be until we like 49, 50, 55. And then we figure it out what other people figured out at 20. We experience life at what other people have experienced and they've experienced it at 16, 17, 20, 22. And we finally figured that shit out. Boom. Oh, wow. (laughs) Right. Continual adolescence. By the way, let me just give you an example here. These people sound like children. Let me see here. Stuck in adolescence, doing the whole body language, the eyes. This is like talking to a fourth grader. Listen to this. You're dismissed. This little Tyler Curry, Tyler Perry clip I just saw, he just irritated me because. See, if you close your eyes, she sounds like she's in middle school. Close your eyes. She sounds like she's in middle school. Listen. Instead of you teaching black men how to become successful like you, you won't tell black women to just settle. No, teach black men how to step up like the black woman has had to step up. Like what? Yeah, see, you see all our demeanor, all our conversation, the speech, the delivery. It all sounds like a middle schooler. Everything, the slang, the accent. She ain't even trying in life. At least speak properly and look like the average American at least. But no, she's walking around with these clown claws on. Talking on the level of her dog. Listen, I'm just telling you. This is crazy. It's crazy. Delayed adolescence. We don't become adults until 47. It's crazy. Then we want to be out here and then everybody want to jump on the internet because they got a phone. But, but, but listen, when I'm critical like this, people start getting in their feelings, but I, I just, I'm just telling you what it is. Delayed adolescent, delayed maturity. And this is men and women pulling this shit. Ninjas want to be players at 35. Ninja, put it down. Talk about you got the mouthpiece at 35. If you don't sit your monkey ass down for real, this is despicable. It's disgraceful. I saw a ninja on another guy's program interviewing him. He had to be well past 35 into 40. Talking about he is a player. Man, God dang. I was like. I think he was a retired player, though. I think he said he retired, so I'll give him that. But I'm like, bruh, this cannot be. This can't be real. This can't be real. We cannot be putting these people as the peak of male maturity in our society. Old ass players. I'm like, man, yo, this is why y'all got what y'all got. (laughs) Come on, man. Can't keep doing this shit. Anyway. Let's get in here. Trinisha says, oh, and I want to add that if ninjas have to forget their wallet or invite the lady over to cook for her. All right. So that wait, invite the lady over to the house to cook for her. 
He says, you can't do no better than the straggle you look down on. Community black men need to uplift themselves and upgrade their standards. Um, it, like, but this is what I'm going to tell you, Trinicia. If you, if black men did that, they wouldn't deal with black women. <laughs> I'm just, mm. I mean, the maturity rates gotta, you gotta increase. So what you'll find is, and somebody's going to talk about this in the super chat. When men tend to step up their maturity and their dating, they tend to leave the community. Now this isn't always, and I'll show you a map. But what you're seeing is when a guy really starts figuring out life, one of the first thing he does is leave black women. That's, that's one of the first things he does. Now, that's not always. He tends to look at black women through a different lens. Then he'll start looking like, what, what am I doing? AKA passport bros, AKA MGTOW, AKA interracial. He tends to be able to make himself available to a wider variety of races of women in America. He tends to be selected upon by a wider variety of races of women. That's the only thing. That's what you're working against. So black men that do that, that do what? What did you say? Black men that uh, upgrade their standards. They also upgrade the amount of women that they can date from other races. Doesn't mean they are going to, but that's what they're able to do. All right. Let me see if I can pull up this picture. So try not to wish for that because what you're going to wish for is that ninja to walk right out the door. <laughs> yeah, they'll go date a Latina chick or they'll date a fat white girl or a white girl. They'll date, marry a white woman. They'll go passport, bro. They'll stay alone solo. They'll never get married because they'll look at it and they go, it ain't worth it. Now that's just in general, unless they live in the American South. The American South is the only, I'm trying to find this picture here so i can show you let me see here is this it nope that ain't it trying to show you this picture let me see oh here it is see if i can pull this picture up uh this is population by race i always want to show people this because typically see if i can get it a little bit bigger that's what she said (laughs) all right here it is right here Population by race. If you look at this map, this is what black people, I always try to give y'all indication of what's going on here. And this is the U.S. percentage by race. Now, this is a fantastic map. What you're seeing is they talk, talk about where the races are distributed. Now, this is, this is makes you, again, if you look at the numbers, there are just not that many blacks, especially when you take the entire continent into consideration. Then when you say, okay, the black men in Washington State, the black men in Texas, the black men in Colorado, if you're a black woman in Colorado, Ninja, that man has access to a what like eight out of ten women he meets are gonna be white or Latina before they meet one black woman. Like he has to be very intentional to date a black woman. So if you're in Colorado and you're like, I'm an upper scale woman with a job and these ninjas need to get it together. Okay, well, I got it together in Colorado. I literally got my pick of any woman before you. Like, you're sparse. <laughs> They're all in the South and then the Atlantic Coast. Then you have a collection of people centered in the, in the Midwestern state cities. Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, 
right? You have a sparse Rochester, New York, a little bit in, but most are, look at where everybody's at. If anybody is outside of this territory, fam, <laughs> come on. I just don't think people realize this. This is a great thing to actually look at and go, oh, white people are everywhere. They touch on everywhere, and especially where ninjas ain't. They there. But look at where you are to consider where you are because that might impact how you able to pick up. If there's anybody that ventures out of that American South area and you go over here, you just made it difficult for yourself. Just made it difficult. If you're a man, you made it difficult for yourself to find you a good black woman. You, it, it's possible if you're intentional, but you would have to be intent saying that's what I want. But, <laughs> all right, anyway. But if you elevate, like she wants you to elevate and upgrade your standards, I got the whole damn country to pick from. All right, anyway. Uh, Eugene says these XXs are freaking poisonous, coach. He says, also, I know we can't tell them, we can't call them enemies, but it's beyond that. They're just straight poison without negative or positive intentions, just straight poison. It makes it difficult, man. I don't know how people put up with it. No government name says you don't give yourself enough credit for saving the community. You're indeed saving the community because you're helping thousands of black males become successful by persuading us to leave the community and not falling prey to the pro-black movement. I used to be a pro-black, indeed. Shout out to you. That is a co-sponsorship. We're going to get everybody super chats now. I'm Shout out to you. Uh, but the, the community doesn't belong to us, right? This idea of the community, it, it doesn't belong to you. It never really has. You were displaced there. You were given this area there. And you were given this area and abandoned there. Many things didn't happen in terms of ownership or any of these things to actually put you in a situation to develop wealth there. Not only that, you were restricted to this area. So you were restricted also to this area. But this is not your home. We need, you need to find a home. Because the community ain't it. They about to take all that shit back. <laughs> they about to take it all back. All right, they about to displace you again. Because what will happen is y'all think y'all move up and run right out to the suburbs. And then as soon as you get out there, they're going to run right back to the city. And we saw this with Palmdale. If you look at uh, the Antelope Valley, Palmdale in Los Angeles, that's exactly what they did. They made ninjas run out there and get ghetto mansions for $200,000 with no grass, big-ass houses, and they ran out there two hours away from Los Angeles in traffic, all right? And then everybody thought they was living better. They ran out to Rancho Cucamonga all the way out in the middle of nowhere in the horse pastures. They ran out to Ontario, Okay, in the middle of where nobody want to live, made y'all sit y'all asses down there, and they ran right back to California. <laughs> 20 years later, they building up Inglewood, moving y'all, the rest of y'all ninjas out. All right, come on. Anyway. <laughs> All right. They y'all go to the Inland Empire, and then now y'all run the Inland Empire League. U.S. Army retires says, great content coach. Keep spitting facts. Can you play? 
the in these streets video i don't have it i gotta set it up in these streets Deshaun Rose, I'm still waiting for the Raiders and 49ers Super Bowl show, hopefully this year. All right. Blue Bagger says, I'll never like you as much as my dog, every white woman on Tinder, Hinge, and Bumble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you already know where that's coming from. Darnell Richardson says, in response to the Tyler Perry clip, just imagine if men were financially hypergamous. So that's what you're getting, right? So a lot of guys, even, again, another sign of immaturity, the guy says, Oh, my woman paid for me, and I live off of her, and I'm finessing her. I mean, dude, I, I I don't understand. Like, I get it if I was 21 and I had a woman paying for me, right? But do you not understand that by the time that woman hits 50, she going to be broke? Like, what, dude? You don't understand. Money mindset, real quick. Do you know what compound interest is? So, during your 20s and 30s, if you start investing even a minimal amount of money into the markets, assuming the market is healthy, by the time you're 40, 45, that interest is going to compound. But you're living off of a woman. Ninja. You're, li- you're missing compound interest to brag about living off of some fat woman. I don't, get, d- bruh, dude, the, the low frequency argument Ninjas be like, I want a rich woman. You're going to depend on the woman who has a limited income, a limited amount of earning years. And you're going to do this from 20 to 35. Talk about some bum shit. And you're going to brag to me? That's some bummy ass shit. I'm sorry. That got to be the bummiest shit I ever heard, Ninja. That's some Bronx, South Bronx shit. That is completely the opposite way you should live as a man. How are you bragging about that? I don't understand. Why would you even do that? She's going to tap out at 45 of her earnings. You're going to waste 20 to 35. Chasing this shit. That's some hustling backwards ass mindset. It's so immature. That's eighth grade mentality. But you be 32 talking like this. I mean, it's unreal. You guys value ass and pussy so much. It is unreal that a man could be out here operating like this. Unreal. (laughs) There's no way. There's no way you're missing out on that. But then when you look up, you're 45, you're going to be talking that, well, we've been disenfranchised and reparations. Unbelievable. That's unreal. So I can't be mad at a lot of people who think that, but I swear. <laughs> Somebody said, it's a, it's a lot of old dudes like this. I see it, and it's unbelievable. You're literally taking the, less, the path of least resistance. I'm sorry, of most resistance. No, it's the least resistance. You're, you're taking the worst possible path to you, because you're going to turn 50 at one point. What are you going to have? Like, you're going to be 50 at one point, man. Like, yo. And there, bruh, there's no way. So if the women are frustrated by those type of men, uh, listen, that's what you're around. I'm sad. You're exposed to that. But it shows you that's what it is. Shout out to 
Steve Smith said, did some quick digging on the football mom's IG. The dad passed away by self-deletion. Damn, sad. That's sad. Mimit the second says, no income is men. Wait, no income is men in jail? Oh, okay. Interesting. Could be. And he says, all the professional black men I know either married outside their race or are a passport bro. They have voted with their feet in their wallets. You're actually, that's what you're seeing. There's probably a small percentage of men doing that. But if a guy has access, a black man that has access to $100,000 a year. And he has access to travel. Some black men can't travel at all. Right? You ain't left Jacksonville. You ain't left Detroit. And so that's your world. I think that's sad. And I wish for you to be better. All right, traveling is going to change your mind. Even if you travel the United States, just going from Detroit to Pontiac. <laughs> but for some reason, you know, let's talk about brothers. Brothers, you're, why are you so uncomfortable with leaving Detroit? Then just be really uncomfortable. I don't want to go out there with all the white folk and be out there listening to skinny pop, pop, pop all damn weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All damn weekend, you listening to the Ghetto Bird and the damn Ambulance. For some reason, and when you go to Pontiac, you uncomfortable sweating bullets. Let me tell you, nothing's going to happen out there. <laughs> but you're going to look foot, you're going to look funny when, with your gators on out there because they don't care about gators. <laughs> Just to let you know. Why are you unsettled by this? All right, uh, shout out to Jacksonville. Familiar surroundings. But again, uh, I, I wish for you men, if you're a young man listening to me and you're 20 and you're 20 to 25 to, uh, to 30, I'm going to tell you, start moving around the country. Like start traveling, go drive. You know what I mean? But take the do-rag off. Do not wear a hoodie. Well, coach, I want to wear it. Okay, wear the hoodie then. <laughs> they just be like, but I want to wear the hoodie. Okay, okay. Just letting you know when you go into the liquor store, when you get to uh, Auburn Hills and Pontiac, we're going to look at you funny. I don't care how they look. Okay, you ain't ready to travel. All right, sit your ass down. <laughs> you ain't ready to go nowhere, I see. You want to take what you have there and go be you there. Okay, you ain't ready to go nowhere. Stay where you at. Stay where you at then. <laughs> I just want to wear they scarf, they do-rag, they Nike slides in the socks. They want to wear they ass out, all right, with they boxer shorts. All right, okay. Stay where you comfortable then, Ninja. <laughs> like, all right, stay where you comfortable. Like, I can't help you, man. I had to do all that. I had to be like, all right, let me. If you're going to let that control you and limit you, you ain't ready. But then when you travel outside of the country, it's going to be life-changing. You see these brothers, these passport brothers, do you see them, how much they're reporting back of what they're experiencing, right? They're, they're, changing, they're changing the mindset of a lot of brothers here. I actually wrote about this in my book, Free Agent Lifestyle, in 2018. It says, get your passport. All right, because I had visited already by that point, I wrote the book, eight countries, and I'm already up to approaching 20, right? By the time I make my next trip, I'll be in the 20 category. 
All right. Um, but but once you go outside of America, it's gonna change your life. And um it's gonna change then when you come back to Jacksonville and you come back to the Bronx, South Bronx, when you come back to Detroit, you're gonna have a different perspective. And if you have to, you know, go to the military to do this, to be able to afford it, I don't know what to tell you, man. But it's going to give you a different perspective. I've been to 49 of the 50 states. I keep saying that. And the reason now I'm saying it now is because I want to get to that 50th state. I've been to 49 of the 50 state, 50 states. I've been to every big city. I've been everywhere. The reality is everywhere is different. It's going to give you a different perspective. Start doing these things. Start getting out of your comfort zone. The comfort zone is, is you guys are too comfortable there. Way too comfortable. So now I've been to a lot of places. So you want to get out of these areas so that you can come back and look at your area with, through a different lens. All right, anyway. For some reason, I'm trying to find the page, but just to show you the evidence. I haven't been to Alaska. Alaska's my last, Alaska's my last um, frontier. And the funny thing was, I was ready to go to Alaska in 2002. And I was like, I'm going to cross it off the list. And my trip got canceled. So I was pissed off. So uh, my trip got canceled last minute. I was headed up to Alaska to um, Anchorage. And my trip got canceled. I was pissed off. So... I would have been able to cross it off the list and say I've been to every state. I've been to Hawaii five times. I've been to Hawaii five times. I went to Oahu four times, Maui once. You guys got to start going out there. All right, anyway, everything's a different vibe. I've been to every, every one of these states in your podunk towns. And I've lived in seven states, if not seven or eight. I lived in seven states. So... I've been to Vermont. Yeah, I've been to all of these. New Hampshire, Vermont. I've been to Maine. I've been to all of these states. North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minneapolis. But I lived in seven states. So I'm just saying, man. When you do this, you actually look at the world a lot differently. So anyway. Uh, and then I'm trying to get to, I'm trying to get to 30 countries. But um, the best thing you could do, obviously, is go to Europe. You'll check off 12, all right? So you'll check out 12. The thing with Europe is that it's just basically the United States, right? All the countries are within three, four, five hours. So you can get to them quickly. And they do have trains and all kind of stuff, cheap, cheap, traps, cheap flights. They have cruises. You could get to a bunch of countries just going to Europe, all right? And though, so then when you hear people say, I've been to 30 countries, 15 have been in Europe. <laughs> so... That's they kind of cheating the they're trying to cheat in the number. All right, but anyway, my favorite state is Colorado. California is my favorite state, but they destroyed it. Uh, but my second favorite is Colorado. Colorado is beautiful. I've been to Colorado too many damn times. All right, but I've been to every almost every little city in Colorado. I've been to the western Colorado, eastern Colorado, southern, northern. I've been up everywhere. Colorado is beautiful. All right. You will never understand how beautiful it is until you get there. All right. Um, Lee Smith says black men ignore the B dub. He says, leave her alone. Don't argue with her. Let her fail. 
She doesn't want to improve herself to earn a BM of quality. KS has been telling them this. Up your game and set or settle. That simple. They don't want that. They don't want to up their game. You, you're noticing they don't want to make the change. Right? All right. DJ B Fit says, I ain't tripping, Coach. BWs don't like me anyways. Hashtag stay on your square. And you'll find that as well. You'll find that as well. Yep. Indeed. Yeah, I lived in Louisiana. I lived in Louisiana, Northern California, Southern California, Wisconsin, New York, New Mexico, Utah. Am I missing one? And then my mother lived in Washington for a little bit, so I kind of claimed that, but I didn't live with her at the time. But that was kind of like a second home when I wanted to go see family, and my mother, she was in Washington State. So I kind of claimed that as well. Did I miss one? That's it. So I lived in every region. I lived in every climate, every time zone. <laughs> All right. Uh, but Colorado is beautiful. If you've never been, Colorado is gorgeous. All right. Shout out to uh, Sucker for Love Ninja says, let these sisters burn. I brought my two-year-old daughter orchestra tickets to the Aladdin musical last Saturday, and her mom canceled on me the day of the show. $500 down the, gra- the drain. That bitch is spiteful. She did that on purpose. She did that on purpose, man. That's sad. That's sad. Dude, the games that they play, they're immature with this. And this is all races of women. It's sad. Somebody says, CGA been to Vermont, New Hampshire. Dude, I've been to every state. Dude, you need to go to these states, man. You need to go to these. You guys need to get out. Now, fortunately enough, I had a job that paid me to travel in the United States. So that helped. That helped a lot. So I played at colleges and were recruited at, in all of these areas. Funny thing about Vermont and New Hampshire. To me, I cannot distinguish the two. To me, they're both the same. They're shaped the same. They're in the same region. They wouldn't be any different. But if you talk to people from Vermont, they hate New Hampshire people. And New Hampshire people hate Vermont. It's funny as fuck. It's funny. You're like, y'all the same people. Y'all look the same, act the same. Y'all both liberal as hell. But New Hampshire people will be talking cash shit about Vermont people. <laughs> You're like, what? It's crazy. You're like, y'all both the same. Uh, but anyway, Nebraska. Oh, God. Nebraska. I've been to Nebraska too many times. Uh, John Doe says, it's over for America, BW. He says, if you want a BW, I suggest uh, African, Kenyan, Tanzanian, Ethiopian women are beautiful. And I want to travel to Africa as well. I want to go to Africa because, you know, um, my experience with American women, uh, black women has not been good. But that's American women in general. I would love to go see how women over there conduct themselves, act, behave, because it would be different than American women. I would love to go. Mm-hmm. I've been to Rochester, New York. Skinny pop, pop, pop. And a boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I dropped off in Rochester and I thought I was in a different world. All right. I was like, what in the hell did I run into? Ninja, it was anarchy. <laughs> Ninja's walking down the middle of the street. I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> when I went to Rochester, I was like, God damn. I'm like, what is this place? Because look, the problem is, <laughs> the problem with Rochester 
it's unassuming because what you're doing, because it's in New York, but it's not near New York City. So you're going through like Binghamton, Syracuse. You're driving through all of the middle of, of New York, which New York is basically an agricultural state. You wouldn't know it because everybody lives in this little island called Manhattan, right? They got everybody squished in this damn island. So you think that's New York. If when you leave Manhattan, you're in the country, right? You're going through, uh, you're going through Westchester County all the way up through Syracuse and Binghamton and you're going through the sticks. Then I ended up in Rochester, brother. I was like, <laughs> bruh, I was like, what in the ninjadom is this? <laughs> I didn't see so much. I'm like, how y'all ninjas get out here? <laughs> right? Nope. I was like, there's no way they dropped y'all ninjas off and left y'all here. Anyway. Like, there ain't no way. I was like, this is the craziest shit I ever seen, man. <laughs> right. I was like, God dang, man. I was like, yo. I was like, y'all, and dude, I'm like, y'all got no way out of here. You're not getting out of here. <laughs> you're like, you're stuck up here, fam. There's no way. Like, how are you going to get out of here? You're all the way tucked over here in Buffalo and Rochester. Like, you're stuck. <laughs> I was like, yo, I was like, I don't know how you going to get out of here, bro, but Ninja. Anyway, because the way I got there, I went through, I had to go through the whole damn drive to get up to Rochester. I thought I was on the end of the edge of the earth. I was waiting for the Niagara Falls to show up. And I'm like, oh, y'all stuck up here, fam. <laughs> Anybody that knows, man, Rochester is hood. Hood, hood, hood. I was shocked. All right, Joy Joy says, for telling the truth and shaming the devil. Shout out to you, Joy. A lot of people going to hate. A lot of people going to hate. How far is Rochester from New York City? Got to be four or five hour drive. It ain't nowhere close to New York City. It's closer to probably Ohio and Pennsylvania than it is New York City. The 10th man, I got you, brother. <laughs> All right, yo. Somebody says, I made it out. Okay, Kika Space says, I made it out. I live in Columbia, South Carolina. Good, man. I will not tell you to go through Rochester, man. Rochester was ruggish. Anyway, shout out to everybody in Rochester. I didn't want to get out the car. I pulled up to this little high school because I was recruiting a player out there. I put up to this little high school, man, dude. I was like, yo, I was like, man, this is the weirdest shit I've ever seen because I wasn't expecting it at all. I was like, I'll go up to Rochester. <laughs> I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting like Chicago in Rochester. I've been to uh, Poconos. I've been to the Poconos and all of that stuff, you know, where the. I can't say it, but I'll let Kanye say it. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. We can't say that, but that's where they've been going to vacation for a long time. All right, John Doe says, uh, sorry, Justin says, uh, when I was poor, BWs called me an Uncle Tom and an Oreo. Started dating other races of women. Getting a bag, he says, now to me, he says, now to me, BWs like ice skating uphill. And it's sad that, you know, like, I don't like to put races of women down. I, I kind of will talk about all of them. But, you know, I think men have had a bad relationship with them early on. 
you've had a bad relationship with black women early on. And I think most of it is because most of it is because I think, you know, when it comes to selecting mates, black women develop earlier. They start becoming more promiscuous earlier. They start, you know, they don't have relationships, type relationships and father issues. There's a lot of stuff going on. Thus, the competition level for black men starts way too early. And just my opinion. Now, this is always going to be, but ninjas start competing for big booty black girls and they be too damn young. I won't say ages because I don't want to try to sound creepy, but this shit starts way too early. It's competition. So, so black women's experience with black men, it's already tainted and they ain't even 14. They already talking about, I don't need no niggas and these niggas ain't shit. They be 14. <laughs> and already developed and shit and drink, eating GMO food and welfare and formula touched by a couple of ninjas, <laughs> right? Dating high school ninjas in sixth grade, you know, crazy shit. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on? So they already dealing with some crazy ass shit, right? Then you already left out. You 13, 12, you already out. You already didn't put yourself out. If you just a lame, a sellout Oreo, you just a bookworm. You already out. You already done got yourself canceled out by sixth grade. <laughs> and by the time she's 17, man, dude, the, the typical black woman that by 17 has experienced way too much life. She's a, and I don't know about the younger generations, but she's experienced way too much life by 17. She done been through some shit, at least the early termination of the pregnancy or a pregnancy scare or a Planned Parenthood visit, a, a bullet wound, a stab wound, a fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some ninjas for older ninja, a sugar daddy. Like, if you go on Figueroa, them girls, them black girls working the street, been working since they were 14, 15, 16. No, no joke. They've been already exposed. A pimp. Somebody tried to pimp on them. Somebody touched them. A relative. They done been through some shit. By the time they hit 18, they done been through it. With an older ninja. It's crazy. Man. A jail visit. Juvenile hall. Tell me I ain't lying. Now, this isn't all, but I'm just telling you, they done already been through it. You trying to get some taco meat on your chest. You just trying to get laid, right? Yep, somebody done touched on them. Somebody tried to pimp on them. It, it's, they've been through the, they, <laughs> they done been through the rigors of life. They done already been mistreated. So then they come out on the back end of it. They'd have been a continuation school at a prison ninja that went to jail that they going to man, please call the police on the ninja at least once. And probably their father CPS. They done been challenged a drive by. I mean, come on. They done been through it. Let's get down done with this show. So then you show up and you just trying to get some play. 
then what do you do? You got to go to a ninja telling you you need the mouthpiece and you need to play these bitches and these bitches ain't shit, right? Then you got to go through that whole thing. And you got to either go game bang or go dunk a basketball or run a football past the goal line and then just trying to make the track team. You trying to do whatever you can to get some attention. Trying to rap. You trying to do anything. Because to get these little uh, uh, ghetto chicks or these little chicks that's been already advanced, you're trying to get their little attention. And a lot of guys don't get it. So you start becoming a bookworm, studying, going to college. You are educated, lame. They're not checking for you. They're not checking for you. And they call you names and lame Uncle Tom and Uncle Ruckus and nappy-headed ninja. Oh, by the way, they will talk shit about you. During this time. Yep, a boyfriend that got shot. Funerals. They already experienced some funerals of young people at this age. Pouring out 40s. Um, but what will happen is these young men, unfortunately, I think when they say no other race of women do this or, to, or to, no, I don't think no other race of women talk down to their men at young ages, which we call these development ages. No race of women talks down to their young men like young black women. Now, I might be saying that because I'm black. But I grew up also in the suburbs. Did you, I experienced things with other races of women, sure. But I didn't get the critique and the criticism from other races of women like I did from black women at that age. Like I'm talking about from 10 to 20. I did not get that straight up assassination of character that I did with other races of women. It it was there, but no. Now between the ages of 16 to 19, 16 to 20, Other races of women almost treated me like God in comparison to how black women treated me. They treated me like God. I remember the first day I stepped on my suburban campus. I'm coming from Hawthorne. I moved to the Conejo Valley, which is outside of the San Fernando Valley. Nothing but whites and Jews out there. I didn't even know what a Jew was until I moved out there. I stepped on campus first day. First day. I stepped foot on campus at this almost all-white school. And they were clamoring for me. Like, the young women were clamoring for me. Like, choosing. Uh-uh, that's mine. Uh-uh. First day of school. Now, let me tell you, coming from Hawthorne, I didn't experience nothing. I didn't experience none of that. They was calling me nappy-headed ass, dirty, blacky, ashy neck. (laughs) It was night and day. Broke. You don't match. Busted. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it was night and day. It was tragic compared to when I stepped on campus. And I had these, I had, by the time I ended the first day, 
I had a redhead, a blonde, a Latina, a suburban Latina, a mixed race, half breed, tragic mulatto, a fat white girl. I had <laughs> all like, hey, they was, pss, pss, where you from? Hey, hey, what, what's your name? First day. Ashy lips, name, nerd, whack, busted. <laughs> this is like unbelievable. Ashy elbow ass, ashy knees. It was crazy. And it was like, man, I mean, it was night and day. Like they didn't care about, I mean, it was weird. Is it one of the weirdest things I, I experienced? So anyway, yeah, you don't match. Yo, you ain't got no good clothes. And it was literally from summer to summer. It was from the end of summer, beginning of summer, night and day. Now, of course, there were people who ignored me. Right? So what you'll get is, you know, there are going to be some women. And these were like the, you know, people who grew up together by the time they got to 11th and 12th. Them people ignored me. They walked right by me like I wasn't there. So instead of talking about me, they just ignored me, right? Instead of laughing and snickering at me, they just walked by me uppity, nose in the air, like, no, nah, you ain't on this level, right? You disqualified, like, but we ain't going to talk shit about you, but you ain't going to get, don't even think, <laughs> right? That's what you get from, you know, when you go out to those areas. It's like, don't even think to open your mouth at me. You ain't, you ain't getting it. So now, you know, yeah, Buster. All right, so anyway, Triggerverse says also the selling to the Negro video would be helpful here. Indeed. I wanted to show it, but of course, I went off on another direction. But you're right. You're absolutely right. The selling to the Negro when it talks about the cities. Lee, okay, if you plan to travel to Africa, do it soon. America's number one export is culture. And unfortunately, some of the attitude we see here, but XX is spreading there. Indeed. Justin O says, people outside my race are my biggest supporters. This is a very, very, I think, you know, you know, people might say what I'm saying is self-hate, but there is a lot of self-hate going around, right? And competition. Triggerverse says, coach is right. I love the community. I have more appeal outside the community anyway. Water seeks its own level. Yep. Um, sad reality. I know, man. A lot of stuff staying here in general. And not everybody's experience. And but so when guys say, well, coach, you just was lame in the hood. I take that as a I take that as a compliment in my days today. Like being cool in the hood ain't it. Not when it comes to what the rest of the world is. It, it ain't really that. It ain't really it. So if I was just that guy, just not cool enough or or all of that, what I realized was that shit wasn't important anyway. All right. In the grand scheme of things, that don't get you nowhere. Winning at 14 and 15, and then the rest of your life look like shit. All right. Shout out to Wayne Wonder in the building. Shout out to my commanders. We going, he says, we going all the way. Price is wrong. I don't know about that. Yeah, corny. You know, these are all things that I think if you aim for that and you hit it, I hope you made it the rest of your life. Right, because if you hit that mark, it's almost going to be difficult for you to get the 30. And if you get the 30, you're probably going to be doing and talking the same way. 
<laughs> like you're going to be talking and you're going to have your hat cocked to the side at 30, 35, talking about you still get hoes. Like it is what it is. But you're going to peek out right there. Unless you mature. You got to mature out of it. Just to know, shout out to you. Sam says, just invited, just inviting a coffee to my favorite African-American. I am a MD in Honduras. And my ex hitting me with the I'm not happy. I was devastated when she left. But now I'm focused on myself and increasing my income by 100%. Salute to you, sir. The best edutainment here on YouTube and the world. Your videos save lives. Thank you for everything. Hashtag free agent lifestyle for life in Honduras. Man, I had me a Honduras, honey, one time. And, and I was, let me tell you. She was on point. I had a great time with her. All right, I think we got everything. But let me check all of these. All right, but shout out to, is your woman from Honduras? All right, no government name, SD says, a lot of these airlines hire part-time baggage handlers. You can work two to three part-time shifts a week and then fly for free. It's a great tool for someone to see the world. Yep, working at airlines is a great tool. You'll get family um, privileges too. Channel 1800 says, you turned out pretty damn well, Coach. Salute, shout out to you. I avoided a lot of bullshit. Macaroni Tony, the middle and high school class blacks being gatekeepers to their circle is a huge piece of the puzzle that everyone is missing. They're so classes that they are hidden and you have to be born into it. Well, that's, yeah, that's true too. And they won't let people come in and take it down either. All right, what do we got here? Great points on that one. Okay, let me check Cash App and then I think we out of here. I'm gonna check out what's going on. All right, we got Sheldon. Got my child support reduced by half. Thanks, bro. Shout out to you. We winning out here, man. And listen, I know this is difficult for people to hear. Uh, you don't have to agree, but if you agree, you support. But I, we can all agree on this. I'm going to tell you something. We can all agree on this. The community is in shambles. And Tyler Perry, anytime someone opens their mouth, it's dysfunctional. Um, every time they open their mouth, all they do is highlight the dysfunction. And nobody has answers that everybody can agree upon. Thus, it will continue to be dysfunctional until everybody says, the hell with this shit. We're going to fix it. But I don't see that coming. I don't see that day happening, unfortunately. So my choice is to save myself from that and let those people stay there. If that's what you want to do, you guys will solve that puzzle, solve that puzzle yourself. But I'm out of it. I'm out of it. I have no interest in it. And no, I don't care if my relatives live there. I have no interest in saving it or solving the problem there because the problems don't want to be solved, period. They don't. Tyler Perry can get everybody arguing on this shit. A person bringing McDonald's to a baby mother can get the community completely in chaos. The magnifying glass, the spotlight highlights the dysfunction. And I'm out of it. I've checked out. I've saved myself from it. But if that's what you want to do is to save it, more power to you, all right? But do not let and pressure other men to come in and save a dumpster fire because it's a dumpster fire until you guys fix it. Anyway, shout out to the Coach Gang. Best of luck out here, and we out of here. Peace. Peace.